the Podmore Get Better podcast is broadcast in front of nobody. Yes, empty. It's just me, Andy Fox, Tony Johnson, and Will Sandstead. And we might have a special guest uh, arriving in a little while, but for now it's just us three. The original three. Oh, wait. The original two plus Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we might and that was uh, that was the first time my, squirreling my way in here. First time we've allowed someone else to do an introduction. So thank you, Andy. Great job. Always making history. You're very on the careful. Pod with your words. get better podcast. So Tony, you actually laid out a bunch of research. Uh, I, I actually, unlike normally, normally it's Will that does all the research. But uh, it's your insight that is. But so today, valuable. it was me. Yeah, because so to- Will was busy napping and then showering and then napping. Folding laundry and then showering. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I was in uh, gig hashtag shitting and flapping. Yeah, but you know, yeah, gig recovery. Last night mode. was uh, CJ's gig. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was not there. I'm, you know, your birthday little, celebration. It was a little too COVIDy for me. Uh, but uh, there was a lot of uh, Minnesota people there, including mm-hmm. Will. So you had a slow start through the morning. Yeah. Uh, Fox is in uh, gig jail. Yep. Or gig jail. Maybe like. Uh, you know, not quite jail, like, yeah. I haven't been. I haven't been told I'm not allowed to attend, but I've been told that I'm on thin ice with these gigs. You can go to the gig, but you better not gig, kind of thing. I better not flig. Oh, yeah, okay. no, no floor gigs. But yeah. Uh, but uh, my, yeah, my wife's had about enough of these gigs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a swear word in your house. <laughs> yeah. So, Tony, your research first up, probably biggest news. Everyone's most excited for. We've had a lot of teasers. I know in the past, IT has done Golden Tee World Championship announcements, about forthcoming announcements. So they did some speculation they, and announcements about the new courses. They, yeah, I mean, it was more drawn. I mean, they, they nothing but time on the hands of the marketing group right now. So they got <laughs> they, they, they drug out those new courses. First, we got the, the icons for the new courses, but grayed out. So yep. just the shapes. And then we got the icons. And then eventually we got four screenshots. Yes. And I presume eventually we're going to get, you know, those flyby videos, those two minute videos or whatever for each course. But right now we've got names, shapes of names, and, uh, and, and four screenshots. So let's go through those. And uh, Fox and I did a little research this morning to, to think about what the courses look like in our minds. So uh, we're going to start with Hidden Temple. Uh, the obvious one for me was that it looks a lot like Indigo Mountain. This is uh, based in Cambodia, so it's like the jungle of Cambodia. Uh, it turns out Cambodian uh, pyramids look a lot like Aztec pyramids. And so Indigo Mound was the obvious one for me that it looked like. Uh, for Fox, uh, Coconut. I f- yeah, that's, the, Coconut that's, Beach. that's what struck me the first. Some of those structures in there. Yeah, yeah. so it was uh, highly structured. Uh, Again, four images. We don't have much to go on. Uh, but uh, next up, we've got Monte Zabalos. Z- Zabalos. Uh, there'll be some uh, messing around with that name throughout the year, I think. Hell yeah. Uh, it's in the Andes, South American course. We don't get a lot of South American Andes. Oh, uh, God, this is yeah. Andes course. Uh, I thought it looked like Elkhorn Ridge. Lots of elevation change. Fox, you thought it looked like uh, Jupiter. <laughs> Juniper. Juniper. Yeah. Juniper. <laughs> Yeah, as we're uh, as we're getting on to uh, Juni- Juniper, Jupiter, I think uh, we need a drink check. I'm uh, oh. I'm cracking Green Mountains today. Andy's been watching golf all day, so he's uh, he's been climbing the Blue Mountains. Today, I'm drunk like. as shit right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, gig jail. Yeah, so I'm on, uh, I've, uh, I've got something called uh, the FAD from our friends at Omni Brewing, local Minnesota brewery, called the FAD. It stands for Frickin' Awesome Delicious. That's what the FAD stands for. Uh, it's a New England double IPA, 16-ounce can, 8%. Face. If you're, if, you're, uh, if you're counting at home. Yes. We got ourselves a face melter here, face boys. Face melter, yeah. Right, it's, a, it's a full 16-ouncer, yeah. so by the end of this pod. Well, I'm in the, I, I actually have a face warmer here. Yeah, a face warmer. Just over the 4.0 ABV threshold, threshold yep. to make it a self-warmer. A little bit less than you have yourself a face bubbler. <laughs> yeah. Or almost a face hydrate. Face tickler. Yeah, yeah <laughs> face tickler. That's a much, that's a, I might add that to the list. That's, a, that's much better. Uh, so uh, moving on from Monte Zabalos, uh, we've got Forest Knoll, which uh, looks like a forest course. Go figure. It, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know where this one is at. So we had the first one was Cambodia. Second one was Andes, somewhere in the uh, South America range. Uh, Force Noel, I'm assuming it's somewhere in America. I didn't see on the... Uh, maybe they're waiting to reveal that next week. Yeah. Uh, looked to me like Sequoia with smaller trees. And okay. Andy thought it looked like Shady Acres. I also thought that was a good comparison. Good deal. Uh, next up, Will, what course do we have next? Baja Ria. Ria. Ria, as in the feminine, as opposed to Baja Rio, masculine. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I was going to go somewhere worse with that, but uh, I'll, uh, I'll save that for another, for another time. Uh, Southwest, somewhere in the uh, either American or uh, Mexican Southwest, uh, I thought it looked like antelope and jackrabbit, and uh, Fox agreed. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got... Uh, Tansy's Tacos. Tansy's Tacos. Oh, no, that's close. Ansi's Cocos. Ansi's Cocos. <laughs> the breakfast of champions. Uh, coastal course. Uh, I have no idea where that one's located. It's uh, like a, looks like an island somewhere. Perhaps like uh, the Caribbean. Perhaps. Ants Cocos. Yeah. There's a, there's like a shell on the on the logo. Uh, we saw that mm-hmm. week two yeah. of the reveal. Yes. Uh, looks like Turtle Island. Uh, volcano palms or Pearl Lagoon. So, uh, yep, that's our uh, that's our courses. Um, one thing I thought of as I was looking at the courses, it's been a while since we had a real location. Like, obviously, the, like the Andes Mountain, that's a real place. But, mm-hmm. but we haven't. Back in the day, they did a couple courses that were re- woven throughout real locales: Rustic Bridge and Eagle Crest, being the two. Uh, Sure, it would be fun for them to bring that back. Yeah, yeah. what about... Uh, I love that concept. Didn't, d- didn't, didn't Tundra Peak actually have some, you know, with, like, the flags and everything? Also, the Black Hills. Black Hills is, uh, yeah, I'd say that's a little... That's, like, halfway there. Kind of like Laurel Park. Like, Laurel Park is yeah, a real yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like... And that, that, probably a couple of the designs counted. It's, it's not as, uh, you know, dialed in as, as uh, like, rustic. And yeah, normal, rustic, you can literally, yeah. like, take an Go overhead on look Maps, at, yeah. on... Uh, on uh, of uh, Central Park, and you can be like, "Oh yeah, that's where Hole Twelve is." And kind of, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, they mess with the scale a little bit of the lakes, but but yeah, you could definitely like pick out like, "Oh, that's where that hole is, and that's where that hole is." Uh, same thing with Eagle Crest; you could like you're weaving throughout the Smithsonian museums and stuff like that. So that's the new courses. Uh, we don't know if there's a big schedule change with all the COVID stuff, but I assume we're still shooting for kind of an end of September, early October release. I know that you know they weren't in the office for at least a month, probably almost two months. Kevin probably a lot longer. <laughs> Kevin's <laughs> taking some time to. The uh, yeah. yeah. What was that? What was the sponsor? Uh, 
Kevin Lindsay's supplemental PTO. Supplemental PTO, yeah. <laughs> good thing he had that it kicked in, still got his paycheck, so that's good. Yeah, well, he's got the sub, he's got the Geico. He's got the supplemental uh, COVID insurance. Uh, so I, I guess I assume, you know, we're looking at roughly the same schedule as, as previous years. I haven't heard anything uh, to the contrary. Uh, also, this week, I think in, in even bigger news, Hell bigger yeah. news to me than four images with four names of courses is uh, we've learned the remastered courses. Yeah, they put out some teasers on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I would assume it was probably Kevin uh, working remotely. Most we did likely. a little, uh, some people did some internet sleuthing Yeah, and looked at goldenteafan.com and came up with what courses uh, the remastered courses are going to be. Go for it, Will. Yeah, so it looks like uh, the pre-4 course that's going to be released. Last year uh, was the first one with Coral Ridge uh, coming back as a yep. pre-4 course. Uh, this year it's going to be Pine Creek. I don't recall playing this course at all. I think it was uh, I don't either. before my time. And I think it was pretty early in the pre-4. So we're talking like 96, 97. Yeah. Whereas a couple of those, you know, I remember playing closer to, you know, year 2000 toward the end. Um, and then the second course is the four course tropical falls and so i've done some rankings of these over the last couple years originally i just ranked the four courses because i didn't know they were going to dip back into the pre-four courses but uh so left on the rankings we had tropical falls which i had ranked third of the remaining 20 courses that they hadn't done anything with and pine creek uh, was ranked fifth out of the 17. so you're you're pretty fired up about tropical falls yeah yeah, no, I think it's a good course. It's a good yeah. choice. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, on the other side of this here, oh, we've we got go. the hole-by-hole -hole breakdown. Oh, oh boy. Uh, You've been busy, Tony. Yeah, I've been busy. Uh, so I don't know that we need to go hole-by-hole, -hole, but uh, but basically, so Tropical Falls, we'll talk about that one first. Um, it looks to me like there's three holes that would change par. Hole one which is like, depending on the tee boxes, like 370 to 450 yards. So sometimes drivable, sometimes tea not. T-tax. Yep, T-tax for sure. Uh, and you're gonna, you'd have to kind of bend it around, kind of a C3, because um, there's water kind of short left of the hole and probably can't go straight at it. So anyway, three. Uh, I would say based on just looking, again, this is looking at one image on goldentoofan.com, so you, you don't get the whole full picture, but I would say it's probably 50-50 whether that hole's gonna be drivable or not in a given round. Uh, hole four, which uh, I've called the tough par four, but it depends on the box. Um, this is one that there's a, the tee box is kind of an L, and the kind of the short leg of the L wraps way back around a little hill. Okay. And I think there'd okay. be setups where it's just not drivable from there unless you play some really crazy shot. Um, so I'm calling that most of the time an eagle hole, but I think there are going to be setups where it's, it's just shut down. Uh, relatively uncommon, I would say. And then uh, hole six is another one. And this is one that I said, again, I'm looking at one image and trying to judge off that. plays. It's going to play 360 to 440. The, the problem here is, though, there's water right in front of the green. So it's like almost all carry. Okay. So just based on how the tee box was on the green, I thought, you know, this is probably going to be a not very often drivable, but sometimes there. And so ultimately, when you look at all the other holes, the the max par, I think, for Tropical Falls is going to be 32 under. Ooh, so that's pretty okay. juicy. Okay, all right, okay. And then there would be setups, I think, where it drops down to 29, even on the low end, a, tw a 29. And then typical par is going to be, I would say, you know, we've got the one hole where it's, I think it's going to be 50-50, so kind of 30-30 
30 to 31 under par is going to be a typical par for par for Falls. See, I'd like I'd like to see like you know like Rattlesnake or Coconut or like Royal Cove where the the par yes it changes but like the it's not what it's either drivable or not. It's that's not the case. I want it to be drivable but like if you you can drive it up there like near the green and make a chip or you know you can hit a really nice cut shot through some trees and 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 make eagle if you want to i want to i want to have uh like if you're in a match against somebody yep a lot of swing holes mm-hmm. yeah and I that's think- what i love about those courses like coconut and royal cove like if you're down two after you know seven holes you don't have to really panic because there's there's plenty of holes to get get your strokes back yeah and it's not just and and there's a lot of holes on the courses you laid out where you can drop two real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As opposed to, I think, a lot of the holes nowadays, it's uh, even if I screw up, I'm probably just dropping one unless I right. really screw up. But, like, right. yeah. it's, it's a one-shot drop rather than a two-shot. Exactly. Um, so then uh, I think more to your style there, maybe, we've got um, Pine Creek. It's our third Pine co- course. We've got Pine Coast and... Pine Valley and Pine Meadow and whatever. Pine Creek. Pine, but this is Pine Creek. And so uh, I'd say Pine Creek. So I, when I was looking at these, I must have been through three holes at looking at this and thought this is the greatest course I've ever looked at. Because all three of the first three <laughs> holes are par fours that are going to be sometimes drivable and sometimes not. So hole one is a lot like that sixth hole I described on Tropical Falls where it can be 360 to like 430 but there's water right in front of the green, which is really not normal nowadays. There's almost yeah. never water right. in play on a hole one. Yeah. Because, and it didn't matter back when this course was made because nobody was driving at 380 on the fly. Um, and so it was just a, it was a two shot par four. But now I think there are gonna be setups where hole one on Pine Creek is drivable. Um, but I, I've, I've circled, uh, it's gonna be a, a birdie or an eagle hole. I've circled a birdie because I think it's gonna be a lot more common than it's a birdie, but there are gonna be definitely setups where it's, it's eagleable. Yeah. Um, there's, and then hole two is another par four. Again, kind of 360 to 400 range. Uh, there's water in front of that green too, but you can kind of go around the left side of it. So I think that's gonna be, I think there's gonna be a lot of chips on that hole. So I, I think yeah. it's like, uh, think of the long version of Castleshire too. Like you can get oh, those okay. really long setups on Castleshire too. Yeah. Like, oh gosh, I just hope I get on the front front edge of the green. I think that's yeah. the way that hole's gonna be. And then hole three, uh, I, I I made this as a I the setup that you see on Golden Tee Fan. It's definitely an eagle setup, but you you kind of on the image on Golden Tee Fan you can't see how far back the box goes. So I don't know. Can it be 450 yards? I don't really know. Yeah, uh, but it, so I I wrote 300 to 400 yards, um, and I'm calling that an eagle hole. From there, the next like eight or so holes, actually kind of boring. Uh, we got a non-drivable par four, a par five, a very, very short par three, which should be interesting. A couple of non-drivable par fours there for hole seven and eight, a par five to close out the front nine. So, the, But the front nine can play out to minus 14. So that's not bad. Yeah. But then first two holes on the back nine, we've got a non-drivable par four, a par three. So now you're only like, you know, at best, 16 under through 11, which is a little bit less than we like nowadays. Normally, yeah. you're kind of a little bit more than that. The 18 you want to go low. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we, we net hole 12 is another one that I think varies, probably 50-50 whether it's drivable or not. And then we get to the meat of the score scoring here. You know, eagle, 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 
with a par four, par four, par five. Then we've got a drivable par five. Oh yeah. So it's gonna. I think it'll depend. Again, this is off one shot on Golden Tee fan, but I think it's, it's, it's for sure distance wise for sure drivable almost every time. Uh, but I think depending on how the trees, depending on how they build out the trees, right? So okay. they have a little bit of leeway with how how tall they make the trees, how wide they make the trees. They like the. You know, the layout of a hole to be the same, but those are the things that they mess with, the height of the trees and the size of the trees. So depending on how the trees look on that hole as they shifted from, you know, the pre-4 look to the now live look uh, will depend on how often that hole's drivable. But have for you, sure, there's going to be drivable holes. Have you have you looked into, like, uh, courses like Rattlesnake and, like, the, the, the remastered courses in the past? How accurately do they remake them? They... So, it, like, like I said, the, the layout of the hole, like mm-hmm. where the water is, where the green is, the length of the hole, the fairway, all that, the bunkers, that's all the same. Like, yeah. they don't Spot change on. that at all. Yeah. Okay. And I, I kind of wish they would a little bit. I, I, yeah. I, but I think we've talked about this in the past. Like, it's easy. So, for these remastered courses, they're on a completely different schedule than a normal course because... There are there's already programming in place, so they literally just hand it off to the art department and say, update this from this old 1997 art right. to you know modern day artwork, you know how the yeah. trees look. But the one thing that they do mess with is the height of things in terms of. Well, so if you look that's at very important. Yeah, if <laughs> you look at uh, Coral Ridge Hole One, if you look at the screenshot on Golden Tee Fan of the original. Uh, that is, those trees look like you could clear over the top of them every day, or yeah. all day. Oh, we got a visitor. We got a visitor. The mouth. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Are you pop mooring already? Yeah, oh, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Uh, we're uh, live's probably not the right word, but we're, we're recording some. 18 minutes. You could have waited. We didn't know. We, we didn't were talking about stuff time. that I knew you didn't care about. What? Yeah. Mobile? No. no. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, so how are we doing, gentlemen? Good. Good. Good to see everybody Recovered again. from last night. I don't know if recovered is the right words. Uh, yeah. Maintaining. Mouth, uh, I'm doing okay. I got more sleep last night than I probably have in a month, so that felt good. Mouth, right. mouth bulldozed everyone last night. Yeah, I don't was, think... Uh, it was I embarrassing. I, I, didn't, I don't think I lost a single bet ever. Yeah. Well, th- usually those are good nights then. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So, yeah, this, it got pretty good. Mouth, we're just finishing up the breakdown of the, of the remastered courses. All right, so which ones are you looking at? Did you guys so, guess off those... Uh, yeah, so it's for sure Tropical Falls and then Pine Creek. Okay. Trop- we already talked about Tropical Falls. Par's gonna par on Tropical Falls is gonna be twenty nine to thirty two. So that's pretty. Nice. That's awesome. About time. And then three cor- three of the holes are gonna be where par's swing. gonna change. Swing swing par holes. Okay. Why well, did how did you guys go back in and look at all the old holes? Do you just remember them? Because I don't oh, remember Golden these. Golden Tee fans got them all. He's got the old ones. Well, just yeah. the images. So you, yeah. you're doing. I'm doing some yeah. guessing. Okay, like, and there's, oh, they never make new tee boxes at all, right? right. They're always just yeah. We we're literally just ones. talking about that. So it's a little weird. I kind of wish they would, right? <laughs> that's why. Literally, I, I said that one minute. Yeah, just before you walked in, we I were just talking about that. That's like you can you can go back and look and like say, how could I make this this particular hole better? You know, you know, make it ten yards longer or ten yards shorter mm-hmm. to like entice people to try and drive it or. And make the water, you know, ten yards closer to the front of the green, or make this tree a little higher, or I mean, yeah. blow Just it up, throw make... it a tee box on the other side of where yeah, no one's ever right. been before. I mean, it's yeah. There's I, so much I, stuff they could do that I. I think that was the big miss on Coral Ridge. Like that could have that course could have been. Oh, it's still a so great much course. better. I don't think any one of us disliked that course. 
but there's a couple holes where, like, man, if I was just 20 yards closer, like that, mm-hmm. like f- hole 14. Is it the A1-ish one where you go through? Yeah. Like, uh, make it drivable more often at right. a time, a high-risk yeah. reward shot. I don't even go for that ever. I just hit it in the fairway every time. If it's a left-to-right wind, I'll do it. But honestly, switching to stouts, that hole has almost become not drivable for me. That's why I don't ever go for it anymore. Now, yeah. the other problem with something like a Coral Ridge is I love the remastered courses, but... I mean, I'm, I play a ton of invites having the home machine. You guys probably don't pull. You, if you were playing a lot more, you can't play handicapped invites on a year's courses of 2020, right? Because par on corals, 26, 27, maybe, most of the time, 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all of the other courses this year have pars up to 30. So if I legitimately play all two, 2020 courses, my handicap jumps up to 30. I mean, legitimate 30 handicap. So then I get a handicap invite and it goes to Coral. I'm giving somebody eight strokes on a course whose par is only 25. And there's not many swing holes. No, there's not many swing holes. You can't get – no, I mean, CJ showed me last night that you could lose a ton of strokes on a couple (laughs) holes there. So maybe it's possible. (laughs) Well, and and it's it's a double double whammy a little bit in that you've got – your par is really low. So you have 26, let's just call it. And so you need, like, even if, you know, if they play par, you need to shoot 34 in your example. So that's obviously not happening. But, right. But, but because the par is so low, poor, whatever we want to call it, yeah. there's a lot of just, like, hit it in the fairway, hit it on the green. Exactly. And those are holes that the guys that are a 22 handicap to your 30 are not screwing up. Yeah. It's tough to screw up Imagine, a hole I mean, that's non-drive, a, a non-drivable par a tournament at, let's say, one of the pegging events. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry. It's I feel bad ever. Like, there's no way of going into a tournament at a 30 or 31 handicap that any of us should ever win more than one match in a handicap tournament. Yeah. Unless we happen to be playing each other. Yeah, true. But even then, I, read, I mean, even then, the person behind me should be able to Put a ball in the fairway and stick it. Yeah, driver eight iron. Yeah, there it is. Done. Make a putt. Maybe two putt. Who cares? We're almost done here with Pine Creek. So the first three holes on Pine Creek are all variable, drivable par fours. It looks like Uh, you said 360 to 400? Yeah. So they're pretty much there almost. Oh, okay. But there's one that, with that hole, unlike hole ones nowadays, there's water right in front of the green. And so that one's like an all carry. So it's not okay. Three. If it was four hundred and there was no water in front, I'd say it's an eagle hole. But, okay. But it's, at that point, it's all carry. So so you don't know. Um, and then so we got a, that drivable par four hole sixteen that I talked about. And then hole eighteen, I said it's going to be eagle most of the time. But I think just looking at the one image again, it's going to there are there might be setups where hole eighteen is not an eagle hole. Uh, so Pine Creek. I think par on that can go up to 30 under, which is great, but down to 25 under. Can you elaborate on that hole 18? Like, why why is it sometimes not an eagle hole? Is it not reachable? Uh, just distance. Yeah. I think what year is Pine I, Creek from? Like 97. Yeah, it's an old uh, 3D course, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Because so like the like like Southern Oaks 18 is sometimes not an eagle hole, uh, but nowadays with tees, I would. I, I think Southern Oaks is. Always a possible eagle hole right now. No, it's a crapshoot on whether you get through two branches instead of one or not. And <laughs> right. I mean, sometimes it won't hit anything, and I'm right. over the green by 50 yards. But I think it's always there. But, it's, it's, it, it but looked to the me reason like, for that is not lack. It's not distance. But so you're saying that the pine, the Pine Creek one is distance. I think it's like uh, Lake Powell hole four at this point. Okay. Oh, yeah. Where there okay. are setups where it's just like, well, it's 410 into a wind. I guess I can't get there. Yeah. Right. Um, so, but, a, but again, yeah. But again, I think most of the time it is going to be. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about stuff in a bit. Uh, I think most of the time it is going to be drivable, but just based on kind of judging, again, there's a creek right in front of the green. 
that um, might be one of the ones where do they eliminate tweak, that long tee box. They haven't something. changed any or added any because I, I, when was the last time we didn't have an eagle bowl hole eighteen? Isn't there a part three that's eighteen? Coral Ridge this year. Oh, yeah. 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 And which which we all hate. Stupidest <laughs> fucking hole ever. Well, I mean, it, it did, no, no, really, did didn't did Hus, didn't CJ have a rollover on that to yeah. lose to Haas from so the fringe? Yeah, but it's very I mean, rare yeah, to it's... lose strokes on that. Yeah, I, I think the last couple holes on Coral. I no, mean, it's, you get your sixteen, and you're like, I have to hole out twice. And there's yeah. no mistakes that are happening. Yeah. Right. If you're down, if you're down after you know fifteen or sixteen on that one, you're <laughs> game over. All right. So uh, maybe we'll we'll I'll save the mobile stuff for the end. Okay. Because uh, okay. uh, I'll do I'll be doing a lot of talking there. Let's uh, let's skip to world's speculation. Yeah, we love oh. speculation. Yes. All right, so I'm going to be. I'll have a little bit more info here, so it's not 100 so percent speculation. Less speculation. A we lot love of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you go. You go last. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's yeah. hear what go you guys last. got. I'll it's start. funny because I've listened to the podcast afterwards, and I want. I'm like, it's like watching somebody stream. I want to yell at them and tell yeah. them, "No, you're doing it wrong, you idiots!" Yeah. Like, but I'll, there's I'll a delay. I do yeah. stream all the time. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. It's what July twelfth right now. If if new courses come out in like what it's twenty you know late late September tops. yeah three months tops. Well, do you think it's going to be different than it than it has been in the no, past? No, but if it's October like twelfth, I wouldn't be shocked if it was delayed a couple of weeks. So three months from now would be October. why would it be delayed? A couple no, of weeks? the course release. Well, I don't one, think it will be, but I wouldn't be shocked. Know, well, I, I would one hundred percent think it would be because there was we lost two months of QA. Or three months where they didn't have people in their office being able to test and actually play and fix issues. Mm, that's a it. good point. That's a good point. Um, the one that's going to be... So I think the gap between home editions releases of the new courses and the release of the bar is going to be a lot smaller this year. Yeah, I saw them talk I mean, about that the other I mean, day. month. Month maybe? Month and a half? That's what it's always been. I no, mean, it's, that, has it been three? Uh, Pushback no, three? No. No. So typically, I mean, just speaking generically, the new courses for commercial comes out right at the end of September. And then the new the new courses the update for home edition comes out like literally like November first so it's like a month okay. a little bit more than a month but, okay but really that's uh, that's the most really so I'm thinking works. a week or two then yeah but that's that's not that big of a noticeable so but like the fact that they haven't said anything yet you know when typically the new courses come out last week of September yep. somewhere in there the the fact that that's like two and a half months away. And they haven't. I mean, people need to make travel plans, and mm-hmm. nobody knows where it's going to be. It could be in. It could be in Chicago. It could be in Las Vegas. It could be in San Saint Antonio. Louis, or yeah. I mean, nobody knows where it. So the fact that they haven't said anything yet is a little bit troubling for me. Yeah. I, so my, my, up until I'd say the last couple weeks, I've been of the opinion that they were going to squeeze it in in like mid September. And that, That's what and, I was hoping. Yeah, yeah. No, but I and I've thought that they, that would be possible for them. And Mouse going crazy over here because he's like, oh, I know. <laughs> like, no, not at all. I, 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 well, That's but, just so, Mouse. He well, just can't sit still. I know. No, but, I know. I hate sitting. But but I think but over the last two weeks, a couple things have changed. One, there hasn't been any talk about it from IT. Nothing. And two, uh, you know, things in a lot of states have gotten worse. Yeah, they have especially gotten, yeah. the states that a lot of times you might hold an event like this at. Right. Right. And so because of that, I think the only, in my opinion, the only way that they squeeze this in ahead of when new courses would typically be released is to have it like literally in Chicago or like Lake Geneva, Wisconsin or something like that. And 
Maybe that's possible. But again, we're still only two months away from that. I'm in for that. We're only two months away from that. That's right, pretty guys, short notice. But let's just cut this out. Worlds won't happen this year. There will not be Worlds this year. Is Worlds canceled for this year's courses? No. It can't happen this year. It's physically impossible now. One, how do you qualify the rest of the players? You're missing out on that. Even if they start oh, that's, this week. I, I completely forgot about that. Where If you start this week and you do five yeah, a week, could, they, they still have... They could do ten a week. I mean, they could... They, uh, yeah, you they could, could plow it in. Yeah, they can't, though. That's the thing. Because when you put it at ten a week, you drop gameplay down so much. Two, we don't have the gameplay to support putting ten a week out right now. Right? The gameplay isn't there. You play. You guys still play. Not a lot of the country gets to play still. No. Right? I mean, how, how long are your games taken to close even? They close. But, I mean, but it's not like... Not not like they used to. If but. I play two games in a row on the same course, I'm the only person in the second course at almost any time I've played two now. Less well, you know, yeah, yeah, you're, you're going okay, to have your Eddie G's and your, you know... So just, it's bats. just the bangers types. Yeah, yeah it's bangers. The rest of the games are getting filled by... Right. So, you, and then now, part of the way that events mode drove gameplay in order to fund a world's competition, which, let's be honest, a lot of this is going from an advertisement dollar or marketing dollar rather than a funding from everything because I'm I'm guessing that especially this year they're going to be putting more money out than they've taken in from events for Maybe. worlds I mean if, if with costs and everything putting involved in it it's got to be but there's there would be almost no drive for people to play it would be so easy people are going to go out and play five games and make worlds off events if they did it that way with well, 10 people so uh, here to to counter your point about more money going out than coming in yeah I, if if the event was exactly as originally planned at the Orleans, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, you know, all the bells and whistles. Yeah, yeah. But if they, but if they literally <laughs> hold it in Incredible Technologies Warehouse, which I'm not saying you're yeah. going to, but like obviously the the cost of the venue drops. Quite well, a I don't think there's point. a cost of the venue. That's the thing. The travel cost, yes, for but I don't think that the Orleans gets paid anything. I think they're putting. I think they're giving us the room for nothing. Okay. So that, you might be right. I don't know. And honestly, from my understanding, from what I talked, I think that there are other places that offered up money to have us be hosted there, which is fine. But that ends up being negligible in the total cost of things. But I don't think we're paying Orleans to have it there. Okay. Okay, so that's cool. Um, but, guys, this, I'm, I'm telling you, there's – and honestly, Adam is a – he's – a very down to earth. He's a thinker. He thinks through things quite a bit, very well. He's not a fly off the cuff type guy. And dude, he knows better. He he won't yeah. take put people's safety so, at risk, so and I think that's the bigger part of everything no, right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure, I, I agree with that. But the the reason why, and I <clears throat> I brought this up on previous podcasts, and the example I was give is well, you know, if they hold it in IT's warehouse, <laughs> and the Adam's reason, basement is what I like to use. Well, but, but literally, that's because. Adam at one point said, "We are having worlds this year, even if it I means that, yeah. having it in IT's warehouse." Oh, I've specifically talked to him about that. There's no, yeah. but I think the intent behind those words are saying that worlds from 2020 yeah. is not getting canceled. Yeah, because there's a lot of other logistics too. Mm-hmm. You're qualified for worlds. You're qualified. You're qualified. What? I, and there's no cash value to these, but Arizona's very clearly shown that there is a cash value on these because they don't let the Arizonans play for it because it's a valued prize. So what happens to our world's passes if they get canceled? What do, Does that mean it's going to roll into next year and we're automatically entered into that? Well, but that just means that I basically lost out on a, a year of sitting to do something, you know? So, let's, so you know, in a much more um, public uh, example, we've got, you know, Real golf, the majors, mm-hmm. got delayed. 
Uh, and now we've got the Masters is going to happen in November, and then it's going to happen again in April. Right? So they're back to back. So let let's for the sake of argument say that uh, Worlds. Let's say the new courses, the 2021 release comes out. You know, October. Let's just say a couple weeks delayed, a month delayed, something like that. October, and then Worlds happens in January. Is that the 2020 Worlds? Is it the 2021 Worlds? We've speculated on this podcast in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, if IT could pick their schedule, if they could literally like. Hit this the reset is, button, pick their perfect schedule, what would it be? And I think they'd love to have the Worlds from 2020 come out right before the 21, the 2021 yeah. You have World Chips, so to, you celebrate your end-of-year tournament yeah, in 2020. And at the same time, use it as an advertising kick. Give a first-release yeah. look to all these Worlds qualifiers to play 2021, ready to go. You release them and ship a couple weeks later or a month later to give vendors a time to get that that up going from them. Absolutely, I've always I, said that. I agree. I agree with that, but I think that their second choice would be to get it in the 2020 calendar year. Yeah, no, that's the other part. With Peggy Tour, I'd always thought too. I think this is a great then, time to actually start but to then align. What, which courses are are viable? For like the world's qualifier, or the not the qualifier, but the like the match play and yeah, the qualifier too. Well, it would be twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You'd you'd have to do. So you'd have to you have to roll back, back in time. Yeah, go well, back so in time. I don't think they would do that. Yeah, you wouldn't want to play something. Uh, yeah, I, I I get I understand that you wouldn't want to do that. So does that mean you end up having a second qualifier? You double the prize pool for next year's world, and you have twice as many competitors. That's an that's another that's another idea. Is like let's hold the let's hold the world championships in uh, you know May, and then it's basically a, a combination of the twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, and you pick. You know, five out of the ten courses. Nah, it would be all twenty twenty one. Then they wouldn't. You wouldn't. Once again, you wouldn't be going back to. Why wouldn't? Uh, well, I mean, it, yeah, you could. Yeah, that, I mean, I I would be fine with twenty twenty one too. But but see, that's the thing though. What combine about the price that just started? From combine the price pool though. Combine the price pool. So f- instead of a uh, hundred thousand, it's two hundred thousand. Yep. Or I, I, I'm with because you. it's that, like mobile did it too. You that guys, number is going to be very attractive marketing wise for. IT. Yeah, you guys really the number is the is something that we're looking at, right? Because well, we're, we're looking at was it last year like was it last year around like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in price pool? No, I, I think so. Was, like I don't know. I thought it was close. I thought to it was right around one hundred. Yeah, I thought it was one hundred. But I, I, that's just who knows. I don't know if that's right or not. Yeah, we're working on a couple things other than worlds that I, I I'm actually going to have a meeting with Adam tomorrow about some. Do you work for IT now? No, I just oh. after doing the stream, we got a chance. I got a chance to talk to people from all various of backgrounds and all from all over, and tons of opportunities out there that we have not gotten to touch. That I'm going to try to start touching. I, I mean, and it's and stuff you that, are one to touch. Oh, dude, I would see. I I talked about it with you guys a little bit last night, and I showed yeah. you a little tidbit of an email chain that I've got going that. I'm. I mean, honestly, it's making me super excited. Let's give the fan the hashtag the fans. Uh, just a, something, something really big. But that, but once again, yeah, we're not, running. That's not enough. That's, it's on, something really big that none of us have seen. Sorry, give Will, the, give Will and hands. I have kept a secret for three years, and uh, we'll take it to our graves. Okay, cool. Uh, it's either the same thing that you're talking about or bigger than you're talking about. Uh, it has nothing Different. to do with your secret. Different. 
So oh, I'm, the, you know I'm the only one who's you, locked here. You know two I, I, secrets? Well, I'll show you guys something. I'll show you guys something after this that we talked right. about. I don't want it, I don't want it to go out to the world because I want to keep sure. And I mean, honestly, the whole thing that it, it, with COVID and everything, it's logistics with everything right now. Mm. There's no it's way logistics are bad. Yeah. But but the other thing though is that we're finding opportunities where the opportunities didn't exist before because of COVID. Well, and and we'll talk Golden T Mobile. Alright, well, yeah, I mean, Golden T Mobile. I mean, Obviously, COVID, terrible. But for literally just for Golden T-Mobile, COVID was, like, incredible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. just from uh, getting people to play it and getting oh, people, like, like... home edition sales. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. For that, that's, COVID was killer for that. But, it, and, and I have a feeling that Worlds will be adjusted somewhat like they did for Golden T-Mobile Worlds. How they talked to all of the qualifiers and said, hey, something like... Oh, wait, buddy. They said something like, hey... You guys are already in. We had the tournament set up in this way. Are you all okay if we double the field and double the prize pool? Knowing the back, knowing Adam's background and how much he actually has a concern for players and, and what their well-being is with it, I have a feeling that if something was to change at the world's qualifiers right now and if, if they said, you know what, we're going to do it this way and plan to do it this way, they're going to come to all of us who've qualified. And, you know, I, I hope that none of us would have a bitch fest about it. Well, the, the issue there is there's a lot more people that have already qualified for arcade worlds than mobile worlds when they ask that same question. Yeah, true. But, I mean, there's still only, what, how many people was all... But at the same time, the, the however many it is, 50 guys that have qualified for worlds. Mm-hmm. Out of arcade. 88 total, I think, is the most. And... If, is there that many at all? Eh, 40 to 50. I, I think, think it's like halfway. 40s. Yeah, about yeah. halfway. Okay. So I would say most of those 40 are your top 40, right? There's not a lot of guys in the in the 10 right. to 20 range. Yeah. You're like, wow, how hasn't Fox qualified yet? Like yeah, yeah. everybody that's go- you know going to be in the top 40. <laughs> they, they, no, well, so, and, and there's a group of them. They were a group saying of that about Saturday on the Dodge Stadium. <laughs> like, how oh, the fuck is Fox not in there yet? They, they qualify. <laughs> I mean, that's, you're also looking at a part of it that there's five to ten people that are like, wow. How is this version going to Worlds already? Yeah, but, so, And those but, people are going to do whatever the group does because they're happy as hell that they're getting to be a yeah, part of but, Worlds but, to begin with. But my, my ultimate point was the, the top the guys who you'd say are top 40, those most of those guys are already qualified. Yep. And, and they don't feel particularly threatened by the guys that are ranked 100 to 120th. So you're telling them double the prize pool? Oh, uh, yeah. Sounds that's, pretty good that, to that, me. Yeah, yeah that sounds good to me. Worried, I'm not worried about those guys. Because it's still 30, it's still the 32 of us that are going to be playing match play yeah, and hopefully yeah. that you're going against. It's like if, if, if they made an announcement tomorrow that, hey, uh, Worlds is postponed until, you know, June of next year, I, mean, I would be okay with it. I would like to hear something, though. Yeah, just, just something. Just what, how can we say? That's the thing, though. I can't yeah, knock them for a, not letting us hear anything, because what yeah, are we going to hear? Yeah, it, it's such a fluid situation, but, I mean, if, if they had just, you know, at least said, okay, we, we think Vegas is probably out the window. We know that they did the Orleans the first year and then signed a contract, whether it was free or yeah, not, yeah. the cost, for two more. They've conducted one, so in theory they're still on the hook for one. Maybe they do Worlds at home and the Orleans is – cool with that hey do it in chicago this year come back the next year to vegas uh vegas great location i love the orleans oh yeah i, I we've too. talked about that it's big enough where you got everything Super in there you cool. got food your yeah. hotel room's five minutes away but it's small enough where you don't feel like you're walking a mile through mgm yeah. my only problem is you don't experience vegas which is kind of a good thing for somebody mm-hmm. like myself that it's not really vegas this is basically just like yeah. a hotel resort orleans is great, great yeah location. it is very it's yeah. segregated off though it's, yeah it's, yeah it's not vegas vegas guys it isn't this isn't yeah. 
this isn't the like so, Yeah, this is this isn't real Vegas. This is like a, a resort in Minneapolis kind of Vegas. Yeah, you know. because if you yeah. if you walk out, yeah. if Whammy says, "Hey, let's uh, let's go outside," you walk out the Orleans. Like, there's a gas station. You can see the strip, but like, if you want to go to the strip and really get in trouble, like, you got to make an effort. You got to get you Uber. Do. You got to yep. pre-plan. I mean, it's. Yeah, so it's not like you're just walking out and the whole strip is right there and people are walking down the street with beers and everything. Well, and I think, you know, to piggyback your point about they probably wish they could uh, they could give us information. Mm-hmm. But they can't. No, there is because, no none because, to give. That's because, the thing. Yeah. Right. If, if, but if if they were trying to play, if a month ago they were like, man, where, where can we have this? We really want to get this in before the new courses. Where should we, what kind of venue should we talk about? Mm-hmm. You know, places in like Florida or Texas, or mm-hmm. Arizona, or mm-hmm. Vegas. And those are all the states that are now the hot spots, like yeah. hot spots. And I, it would have to be the, Illinois, guys. If the, we're going to do it somewhere not Vegas right now, it would have to be Illinois. Right. Yeah. Right. The, that would be the only option. Well, yeah, because like a month ago, the NBA, the, the NBA was like, oh, we're going to Orlando. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. Like, what can we give? There's nothing. I mean, because we're sitting there going, okay, cool. We're, it looks good. We're going to go, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Texas is now just breaking records every day. Oh shit! Well, Florida yeah. too. We have, no, we can't go there. And so, you've got. Yeah, I mean, Texas is out, or Florida's getting, out. Getting even the mildest bit political on this. Like you've got those those states which are now out, right? and and logistically they might have been out to begin with, but now they're COVID hotspots. Yeah. And now you you say, well, we could have it in Illinois. They're democratic, because, but they they but they've yeah. got a government that is a lot more uh, aggressive. Yep. At saying nope, we're shutting it down. So they'd hate to, right? Yeah, yeah we're gonna plan this fifty-person event in mm-hmm. our warehouse, and then for the government to be like, nope, okay, we're not about, doing it. What about an idea such as this? Okay, with the with the streaming <clears throat> platforms, we've start, started to see a lot of streaming gaining traction, right? I, okay, so we got to think: what if IT and, and mind you, so there's eighty-eight people that qualify mm-hmm. now. What, 88 home machines to go out would be, let's say, cost them about two grand a machine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, about 88 home machines. Yeah, so we had kind of touched on that on the podcast. CJ is going to get a third one. Yeah, so so <laughs> so we had kind of touched upon that where you send everyone a home machine, you know, a $150 webcam or whatever, and then, you know. I mean, like we, The Voice and like American Idol did. Yeah, and, and so my, my thought process with that is you could do, you know, the 88, you can do, you know, a five-course qualifier, the whole deal. You get your 32 gold bracket blah 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 because you don't have to pay for the transportation any of that mm-hmm. um it would dwindle down the prize pool obviously but then all these people would now have home machines oh, wait, which actually. which on the flip side so all these good players who play like crazy have home machines well if they start playing invites and they're you know winning money or whatever well it all goes to credit it goes to credit so to get that money yeah. they have to go out to I, a i'm bar. in this boat right now they i got five thousand in my player account yeah, that they, i got a thousand that's actually accessible so i have to go play the bar game yeah so so for a a vendor, you know, a vendor initially, I think, is going to look at that and be like, oh, my gosh, you know. The vendors aren't going to like that. Though. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're not going to like it. But for the player to get the cash, because the Golden 2 player is going to want cash out, they have, have to go play. the play. same amount of games that they did before. Yeah, they're going to have to go play on a vendor's machine. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I, I think feasibly they could do it with 88, cut it down to 32, and maybe get to, like, a final 16 or final 8. And then have that smaller group, you know. So uh, yeah, a smaller group, 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 group fly group, somewhere, correct. The, the, the final eight, the final four, something like that. I hey, mean, you're coming to our place for a weekend. And you could legitimately charge all 88 of us $500 for a home machine because we would have had more than that in cost of travel and hotel expenses mm-hmm. to get to Vegas. Yeah. So 
Now well, you're getting and, and something tangible. So we keep saying what? 88. There's no reason. It, at this point, it's enough is changing that, that yeah. it doesn't have to be 88. Yeah. It, yeah. Could, it could be literally the 42 guys or however many it is that have already qualified and be like, hey. So how much how much, are they, how much are they paying the Orleans to have that there? I don't think we're paying the Orleans anything to have it there. Where have I, you think been, the, I think it's. I don't think it's. I didn't think <laughs> there was Mark a church. It's I'm getting drunk. comped in terms of. Hey, I we're think the have, room is getting comped 100. percent I think yeah. that they're they're taking their yeah, money back from us to generate assets, well, okay, gamblers, so and resorts. Let's, yeah. Let's not not how much are they paying the Orleans? How much are they paying the production companies? The, the travel, the, the travel, the setup. Oh, oh, got you. How much cost is involved yeah, in running the world? Yeah. How much cost? That that was much kind of, less than what they would cost to so send machines. So if they would send, you know. $88,000 machines out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a hundred. Well, well, so so dollars so, so if, if they shipped everyone, I don't know how much that, how much their overhead is for I'm just producing worlds. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. It, so I would have to say, that's that's that, 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 I would, I would I say it's even, a negative. I can't even venture a guess. So I, if, I they, no if they shipped everyone home editions, I think they could feasibly do something like they do with G2 mobile. Like, Hey, here's a great head to head match because people are streaming it. Admin, anyone else, mm-hmm. you know, would have access to that and be able to download it commentate on a head-to-head match you know hey this is to go from the final 16 to the final eight who are gonna you know go to chicago or whatever and they can do you know the post it on youtube and we've already started laying the groundwork you saw me and mccook did that match and uh, once we got everything technically right Mm -hmm. it played like a match yeah it played like i mean we played it out like i had he had honors and went we went back and forth yeah we watched each other once we had the technology set up it was good yeah now that's the other part of it. Do we have the infrastructure for that kind of technology? Can we trust that the people's bandwidth at places are going to allow them to stream? I, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. We've been, I mean, just working with people on the streams. Ninety percent of our country has not good enough internet to do things mm-hmm. yeah. like terrible the upload speeds of under a meg. Where you're that's shooting. that's going to be the problem. Mm-hmm. Like if, with this idea, is like you have to basically count on whoever's in them to have like pristine internet. Yeah, true. But, I mean, but, but or a, they can get recorded and uploaded later. Correct. But that, like a mobile match does, that, it, but it right. loses the live feel of it. That but makes it's, that makes for bad, bad viewing, or you know, you don't live view updating, it ever. You're yeah. not live viewing right. it. You're watching a video of an after effect. But I mean, there's a lot of matches at the on the real course that you don't see what one person did live. That was amazing. That you go back and watch later. That was a pre-recorded thing. Yeah. So I, there, there's a lot of options there. It's just. Uh, let let's all just be perfectly honest and say we can't have a world championship this year. I can't. You can't. I, I, I not, think I think spring at the earliest. That that would be. I think it's I think it's irresponsible for season guests. I don't think there's a way we can because right now, dude, would you guys have a guess that we're having almost a hundred thousand new cases of COVID today? Like right now, you know, I think whether seventy five thousand new cases today. Yeah, new record every day. Yeah, new record every day. It's disgusting. I will say this: I was had we got to watch the president put a mask on for the first time ever. Probably because yeah. we didn't let him into the hospital with that. Well, no, and then he yeah. didn't put it on. He didn't cover his nose. He just yeah. covered his mouth. That was pretty funny to watch. And then all of his uh, political advisors told him what a badass he looked like. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Donald uh, Trump. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So we've gotten through world speculation. Uh, we spent about fifteen minutes recklessly speculating on yes. worlds. Yes, all uh, over the board. In much smaller news, closest to the pin is back. Oh, yeah. Uh, can't say that I missed it. Ed Godfrey's yeah. smelling, <laughs> smelling from ear to ear. It's fun, but yeah. I, no, I, I liked it threes, before. Part three's only. It's, it's much better. Uh, do you place doubts on that, then? 
<laughs> I, I mean, yes. I, I don't know. You can basically the answer to me on every course right now is do you play stouts? Yes. All right. So let's There's move on. There's not a reason to change. Move on from that and go to our next segment, which is the get rid of stout segment. Oh, actually, a little more complicated than that. The yeah. Golden Tea Arcade Improvements mm -hmm. segment. So uh, we were, this I think this was on Facebook. Maybe it was text message. We were just throwing around reckless speculation on ways that they could improve Golden Tea Arcade. And my, I mean, other than the normal, oh, this was on your thread that mm -hmm. you started, Fox. Your anti-stout thread. <clears throat> and I agree. <laughs> Stouts have to get fixed. I'm 100% anti-stouts. They so should not be in the I'm, game I'm, one but, bit. I am but totally in agreement. I'm 100% into making more money, though, and I'm going to use yeah. them until they're gone. I'm going to use them as well. So right now, things are bloated. Amount of club sets are bloated. Oh, number God. of balls is bloated. Right. The, and and I think they're scared, because I would be scared to just be like, we gotta just we gotta fix this. I, I, People I are gonna be pissed off, but we just gotta do it because because we we now have thirty different ball types, and that's too many. Yeah, it's, it's like, too. It needs to be eight. But or, Tony, the the people that use like the javelins. They're not competitive anyway. Anyway, there's such a small population that use those that if they number one, you don't know that they'll quit the game. Okay, entirely. that's the yes, we do. No one quits the game because a ball goes away. It's such a minimal amount. The balls that are available do not cause a plus or minus in gameplay. I would agree with you. I like it, it's nothing. They'll, they'll just no, switch to something else. Mm -hmm. exactly. But I'm saying they're We're scared of the blowback. But my opinion is that the blowback, while it might be vocal, mm -hmm. it would be. Uh, non-reflected. Non-reflected in, in gameplay. We, we live in a goofy bubble, though. Because we're talking about, when we're having our, the blowback, you're talking about 1% of their gameplay, or what, I mean, 5% of their gameplay is us blowing back. Honestly, if I'm them, I'd be like, yeah, 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 shut the fuck up. Let's move on. You but, know, like, that's but, it. But if I'm a new, yes, but if, I, if I'm a new player, and I'm starting to, you know, I've gone from playing two games a week with my buddies at the bar to getting a little more competitive, and we've already, you know, I, this was me 20 years ago. This was you 15 years ago. This is Will 20 years ago. You know, this we've, all we've all crossed that <laughs> threshold to be like, shit, I'm all in now. Yeah. Well, and, and so yeah. I think it's a really tough thing to be like, which of these 30 balls do I use? I just need simpler decisions to Wouldn't be able to Wouldn't you make. say, like, if they, if they whittled it down to, like, eight balls, the most popular eight, wouldn't you say that would cover... 98% of the, yeah. the golden team. I, I know it would because everyone. Don sent Will and I the amount of balls the that are bought by each by each type. And oh, it, yeah. And it's a huge, you know, it's hugely, you know, streaks and stouts and top eight. Titans didn't exist back then, but Titans now. Grabbers top, were on that top list. Ten. Grabbers were on that Even And they need like that many. Mm -hmm. But they need yeah. like really specific differences. Streaks are hugely different than any other ball. They go far, they don't spin. Now I've got stouts, which need to be nerfed. I think we all agree with that. And but shorter they, distance, they, they less wins. Less, no. you know. I actually I'm fine with the amount of wind that they nerf. No, I know. But they I'm need saying. a bigger negative in terms of distance. Yeah, you don't change the fifty percent if they're going to keep in the fifty percent stays fifty percent. That still doesn't be, get changed. There'd still be people that decide to play those on certain courses. Well, I've, uh, events now, even now on got, all events I'd yeah, use them still. I've got spinny balls, and and I think the spinny balls are are good right now. Like they they have their use. I use them on Rhineland because I thought they gave me an advantage on Rhineland. And so I think that, you know, and the darts, right? There's the, the darts are good for closest to the pin. Ed Godfrey uses those on. Right. And so there's they need eight, ten, whatever the number is, of ball types that are all really different than each other mm -hmm. and have their own big advantages. 
them big. So like I just say five ball types, and then your build a ball idea with the point system based off of it to compass the top layers. That wasn't my idea. Build a bag with points was my idea. The build a ball with someone else. Build a ball also with a points idea. is That's an a amazing idea. idea. You yeah. have twenty points. You select which categories. I love that get, idea. Uh, it's a perfect idea. Easy as hell to implement. It go. It's something that you can just then put. Have those correlate to numbers that go into the game engine. And you don't and even know. You don't even have to make the points expensive. Like just like oh you, no, you no, earn you, you earn a point every game you play or no. Two. no no, 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 no. You, no yeah. you, when you buy the Build-A-Ball, mm -hmm. you have you have 20 attribute points. points. You have attribute points. It's almost like an RPG. Well, like, well, yeah, it's like back in the old school where, you know, some of those football games were baseball. Hey, I want this guy to have great home run power, but then I stock up on home run power so his fielding sucks or his batting yes, average exactly. sucks. Yes, exactly. He has no speed because of yeah. that. Mm -hmm. so, you have, so you have a certain amount of categories, and I think it would go... I, I, to be to be perfectly honest with you, I think you did the test. I don't think there is a loft. I don't think it balls really go much higher difference mm -hmm. distance than any. I don't, don't think it changes at all. No, no. it doesn't. I, I don't think it does one bit. Right? Nope. They all go the same height. But now it takes time to get to different heights based yeah, on yeah. the attribute of the distance on a ball. But that's 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 here and or there. So you have a category such as. But I think they should distance, have a category for height. Distance, I think that would be spin. Uh, I mean, you have the cut. The cutting on it would be a little different. Yeah. Distance, that, spin, wind, curve. Oh yeah, wind effect. Yeah. I'd have to go through, and I could pull out. It'd be really interesting to like do like a half stout. Like, oh, I you know I don't want to go all the way to a you know the a full stout where I'm cutting the wind in half, but I want to cut the wind by a quarter. So I put mm -hmm. two points on wind. See, gosh, like that. Well, and honestly, that's that. This is what people fail to realize with the stouts is that. Any time you have any part of a course that has double-digit wins, the stouts are a huge advantage. Such a huge advantage. I, people keep telling... I, I, I wouldn't change on Castleshire, right? And the only hole that is always an advantage with on Castleshire... 16. No, hole one. Hole oh, one. No, no, and, but 16's for stouts. Um, well, but there's a couple differences here. But hole one is the only one that matters because it's the carry distance on... It's the only one where streaks will always be a benefit or even with you. You'll never have a detriment for streaks on, on hole one of Castleshire, right? Because there's no wins in the double digits that will make the stouts be a longer ball. Right. Uh, I, I and they carry farther than every other ball. So the way that where it lands, it lands farther than every other ball when you don't have a double-digit win. So on one... You need to, for stouts to get there and for pretty much any ball to get there, you need to get just to that lip of that first mound so it bounces mm -hmm. over. Yeah. Stouts don't have that carry distance, so you actually need to get two crappy, lucky bounces to get it on. Most of the time, you'll stop short. Streaks, you power right through it. You can always get to that little nub in there, and it can always bounce on. After that, every other hole is a mix of advantages. Hole nine. People, oh, hole nine, streaks are an advantage. Absolutely not. You can get up to a 10 mile per win on nine. My mile per hour wind on nine. If I have stouts and it's 380 to the middle of that green and I have a 10 in my face, I can possibly get there with stouts, which I cannot with streaks because they're shorter distance and they carry less than stouts. The whole back nine, once you get there, it's a crapshoot. It's a 50-50 mix at best that stouts will help you. It's a, it, and sometimes they'll hurt you. So I can't dis so now with that with all things being equal, hole one is the difference. Well guess what? I'm driving hole one half the time with stouts. I'll take that half a stroke that says that the rest of that course is that much damn easier for me using stouts, right. that you're screwed. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's that that's where people always forget. And then the other one too is on these holes that give you the when you have a big outwind. 
I, so many of the holes, the big out one was unnecessary to get to the green. But it makes it harder to stop on the green. Right. So if I have half that outwind, I'm still getting to the green. And you're and stopping. I can stop. Yeah. And the, if, even on a high tee, the spin difference between a stout Titan grabbers versus a streaks, Those it's pretty stop. damn dramatic. Yeah, it's they so, stop. I, 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 like, yeah. I thought Castleshire, I was like, there's no way Stouts will be. Absolutely better. What on the drivable par five on Castle, I mean, on um, what's the, Catadreus, not Castleshire. What was your problem on that hole most of the time? When we high teed it, went over that rock, we had a long ass putt coming what, back. What hole are you yeah. talking about? Uh, the drivable par five on hole cat. nine. Yeah, yeah so, hole nine. So, so the pin was up most top, of the time was at the front side. You have of the a green, fifty foot fly. putt. Yeah. yeah, you always had a long putt. Yeah, because you had to hit it hard enough to get it over. And if there was an outwind, you're like, okay, great, I've got a seventy five foot putt I got to make. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now it's no way, dude. Tall yeah. plugs and down, you have a thirty foot putt. Yeah. Right. That same thing on eight of Oakwood right now. You get that top pin. When I'm playing any other ball on Ada Oakwood, I have to have a chip or a putt from the bottom of that green come up to the top of the green where the pin is. But with stouts, no way. I'm in the middle of the green almost every single time, no matter what the setup is. <laughs> I'm not. I play stouts, <laughs> but I'm also at the bottom of the green and uh, chipping. Safety oh. first. Yeah, I, I will not try to make that chip ever because it's a, that's a stroke limit right away to make well, that, try to make that chip. When I as soon as I try and hit it like 136, as opposed to 142. I'm wet. You never have to, though. Yeah, Just you like back it up on the box. Well, yeah, but if you if you're if it's like if it's like a you know three forty five or something, mm -hmm. and, and you have to hit a high T two ninety with stouts. Yep. Whether it's into the wind or well into the wind, you probably have to hit. A, no three so three forty five stouts with zero wind will land basically on a high T shot. You're looking at three fifty on the dot where the ball lands. Yeah, but it's still going to run out to where you have a. But you have 70. a putt. You got a fifty to seventy foot putt rather than I'm off the green chipping back up, which but I what I'm do. what I'm saying is as soon as I try and land it about an inch off the fringe. Oh you can't. You that, always have to hit a max shot. That's just, when I'm that's yeah. when I'm wet. If I lay off it at all, it's But I mean, they they're guys, they're just the, it's a crazy advantageous ball. For compare it to mobile. Would you say that ninety percent of the hole outs you get in mobile are with the wind cutter? Uh, uh, yeah, probably. Okay, but that's oh. a seventy-five percent reduction of wind with those compared to fifty. No, that's that's on the list of things that need to be fixed on mobile. Which the, I'll yeah, talk about. Make the wind cutter, make the wind cutter stout ball, right? Like make it like fifty percent. Yep, absolutely. Okay. So uh, uh, we've got one other major segment which we'll do after the hour mark. Uh, the other thing which you touched on, which is the build a bag. The only that's the last thing I think we want to talk about before the hour mark. Um, well, we got about two minutes, but. Um, so using a point system to do the build-a-bag. Build-a-ball bag. Build or build-a-bag. Build okay. So, so we're, we're all used to our build-a-bags, and I think mm -hmm. you can't take those away. So we, maybe we just need to talk about this after the uh, one-hour mark. Yeah, so we'll, we'll uh, hit the pause button. Yeah, we're going to hit a pause button, and uh, you guys won't notice it. We're going to take a little break. Do I have segment two? Segment two, yeah. I think... I think more beers have been cracked. Then. More beers been cracked. I think uh, the bowels were released by uh, a few of us here, so that was good. Just me, folks. Yeah, smokeoids <laughs> were had. Uh, Tony, you were talking about. Uh, we kind of talked about like build a ball with attributes, and you want to get into build a bag with attributes. It sounds uh, like. sort of with attributes. Okay. And so, what I th I think the build a ball with attributes is really interesting. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. I think a less great idea, but still interesting is the Build-A-Bag. So we're all used to our Build-A-Bags. Pick any club, you gotta pick 14 of them. Um, pick any club. And so we all have, I have 10 bags, most of you guys probably all is have this, 10 is bags. Is this concept yeah, coming, coming off of the Golden Team Mobile 
Nope. Platform? No, 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 because Golden Team Mobile, we all have 26 uh, clubs in our bank. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Which is, every new that's, on the li- that's on the list to okay. talk about a little bit. Uh, but, I'll shut up. <laughs> okay. But build a bag. So what I'm, I'm calling it build a bag zero, right? So we've all got build a bag one through 10. Build a bag zero, free, right? Everybody can do it. It gets new people used to doing this build a bag thing rather than using uh, club sets. But it's all points based. And so like the high loft driver might be 10 points and the five hybrid might be eight points or whatever. Each club based on how quote unquote good it is or useful it is, is assigned a point value and you have a certain amount of points, right? So I can't, if you look at my, my favorite build bags maybe those would be 150 points. But if I only have 100 points to build with, then I'm probably making some sacrifices. And I, I think that's interesting from, it's more of like uh, an events mode thing. I, yeah, I could see a game mode being built <clears throat> right, out of this. Right, and, where... and, but it, so it's two purposes. One, the game mode. I think that'd be a really interesting game mode. You, and they could, they, you could even have build a bag zero and build a bag double zero, right? You have 50 points to build this bag and 100 points to build this bag. But also I think it gets people used to the concept of the Build-A-Bag, getting the GT Caddy, giving them the freebie so that they like, oh, that was fun. But I, if I spend $2, I get unlimited points for my Build-A-Bag 1, so I'll go that route. Well, but for special events, I think it's pretty interesting. Instead of making sacrifices like you were maybe saying, you could just play more and earn more points to get the actual bag that you want. You mean have, the, have it be that you don't just have to buy a Build-A-Bag, that playing games actually gives you rewards credits towards it? It's a hell of an idea. It's another free digital thing you can give away rather than paying out a prize. So you can give people a benefit for getting 300th place on the daily. Hey, here you go. Here's a free Build-A-Bag. Go try this out. Get the caddy. Because, yeah. because honestly, they're not getting... They're not getting rich off builder bags, right? They're making, you know, it's a nice little steady little no. flow of money, but but at this point, all well, of the people that it, build bags yeah. have already built their bags. And yeah, but I mean, while, like every event, change. I mean, I'll buy, I uh, typically every event week, I'll build a new bag. But, uh, I'm not the Haas type, but the daily, he used to build three different bags on say on a daily contest during the process of playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's a small percentage. We're right. talking but, about this one percenter. But, but you, you want to get the, we're the one percenters. You want to get the, you know, the fiftieth percentile to the ninety fifth yes. percentile guys spending money. And right now they're not building bags. But if and maybe they are, maybe they built one. Yep. But but if you can get them on the caddy and get them to see the the benefits of these other features, aka clubs, then they'll spend the five dollars. Okay, so in a way, aren't they kind of shooting themselves in the foot then by releasing a bag like the World Champ set or the the? Yeah. Because now you're yeah. only spending two dollars right, for, for sure. the bag that I would have built that I built myself for five. Yeah, yeah, they for sure are. Uh, but, but the other part of this, though, and I think there's a negative connotation with all of this that needs to be addressed is how much harder is it for people to start a game of Golden Tea now than it used to be? I, you can't be adding all this shit all the time. Uh, we well, can't add another game mode to dilute the prize pool for people. It's to, just, it would be events mode. But. Right, right. But, I mean, uh, making it harder, it, it's one of my biggest problems. When we were talking about improvements on the game... Go, go start a game for me right now. How many clicks and swipes of your card yeah. does it take for you actually to start a game? It's not oh, great. I, you I, know how how, yeah. our, how attention deficit disorder our fucking youth is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I, I mean, I've, ah, I'm not on yet. I'm out. At the same point, like, people want variety as, as far as, like, choices of what game game mode to play. So they have to have... Damned if you do, damned if you do. But you're yeah. talking you about seen my though. sketch. Yeah. I made the sketch... You can put every single option. What I had in mind 
What I had, what I had <laughs> on, my, on like a grid based. Yeah. What? Yeah. What I had. On my uh, there's there's, there's, there's nope. different psychological nope. reasons you don't put everything on one screen though, and I get it. You can't do the number of players, but literally, it's like, I want to. I hit the start button. Boom. Okay. Game mode. Twelve options. It's all right there, and they're all. And I I've heard the feedback from IT is like, well, that's a lot on one screen. Twelve options on a screen that size is not that many. And so then you not, your game is, that not, is that not better than you having to go through three or four different screens and load times and things like that? Yeah. It, it speeds it up, and, it, and you should be making it quicker. Like, I, I mean, for us to play single player games at a bar, we are more valuable than a four player game at, a, at any bar at any time. Because in a four player game time, I'm playing ten games. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so, I, I, yeah. No, there, there's there's definitely a way to do it cleaner. Yeah, yes, yeah, much cleaner. You pick your game mode, you pick your players, boom, I'm going. Yes. Whereas right now, to your point, it's like five screens, right? Number of players. All right. Now, uh, are you doing it for prizes? Okay. Are you yeah, doing, doing it just online? Yeah. Do, okay. That menu there too is atrocious. I'm sorry. Yeah. Online play casual. What the hell do all of those things yeah. mean? I still to this day, and I I, I only I, pick one. Yeah, yeah, you only pick one, but I'm, if I play no, I at home on my home edition, different. I'm like, what the hell is this? Do in contest, casual, what is the... But it's actually cleaner at home than it is on a public machine. It, it, yeah, it is. Because you don't have some of the options, but, like, it's, it's still kind annoying. It's nonsense, like, though. I wish we had those options. Like, I want to... Playing I, for prizes? Well, I think I, I got a feeling that CTTP... Don't tell Sobo! I, I got a feeling that CTTP for prizes will be available on the home edition soon. Very soon. Was that your big news? No, no. no. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Oh, yeah. wow. You look pregnant. <laughs> you all look pregnant. Everybody here looks fat except for Will. You're not included. I'm at the table here. Fuck you, Mom. <laughs> Just wait a minute. You call me fat. I call you fat back, and it's a fuck you, Mom. That's, right. That's good. So, Damn right. so we got the build of all. I haven't been able to work out. Yeah, you know, the fuck. I haven't yeah, either. Nah, me neither. I can't work out. So you got another one notate on here. Rollovers. Yeah. So that. So oh, yeah. that was uh, that was Andy's uh, contribution. Thank you, Andy. Play stouts, you I'm don't not, get them No, anymore. I asked for feedback. No, I, 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 like I've that. been getting so many more. I, I broke this uh, down what about, on Rollo- what, what about six and fives? So, I think that's a myth, and you guys are crazy talking about that. There's nothing that changed that made that happen. I don't know about that either. I don't know what you're talking about. It's silly. But no, the rollovers, I broke down well, rollovers 100%, and I can tell you when and what a C-putt is necessary. If not, I have 100% accuracy now. I'll tell you when a C-putt should be necessary. Never. Never. So... They have this solved on Golden T-Mobile. There's no such thing as a rollover on Golden T-Mobile. It never happens. Now, obviously there's different programming involved, but they've programmed it such that it doesn't happen on Golden T-Mobile. So if you now, hit the hole, the reason, it's in. If you hit the hole, it's with in. With any shot. Any shot. Yeah, if you hit the hole, it's in with an iron, with a chip, mm-hmm. with a stinger, with a putt. If it hits the hole, it's going in. Yes. Now. The big, the big difference there, so the, the, there's there's two types of rollovers, and I guess I don't know which one Andy was referring to. In my head, Andy was talking about the putts, which if, you, if you're going to solve that on mobile, the big difference between with putting on mobile versus arcade, on if I've got a 50-foot down 10 on arcade, I putt it, that thing gets air, right? Mm-hmm. That might not have anything to do with the actual rollover, but it's catching air. That absolutely does have something to do with rollovers, and I can explain it. But, but what I'm saying is, it catches air, and if I'm if I'm off the green and up on a hill, I can putt it and I catch air, Mm -hmm. and I might fly to the green. On mobile, every putt stays on the ground the whole time. 
There's okay. no, there's no, I can't putt it from a lofted and, position. And this is because of the dynamic putting, right? You don't have, in on Golden Tee Mobile, there's no such thing as dynamic putting. The putter goes. Every putt you hit can go the max distance of the putter. Right? Does it, can you miss a putt? Can you miss a seven foot putt and go 100 feet past the hole? No. So there is dynamic putting. Yeah, yeah. So it no, has it, a limit. It, it dyna- it's similarly dynamic you to arcade. you have putts where you can't, like a 60 foot putt, that is an up eight that you can't get to the hole? No. No, the, the, the maximum distance is 100 on a flat. But if, if it was an up 8, it would probably max out at about 90. And if it was a down 8, it would max out at 120 or something. So a 95-foot up 8 putt you couldn't make? Correct. Okay, even though the max... Yeah, this, this is... The dynamic putting is what ends up being the problem with rollovers. And I think I've broken this down, and I'm going to give it a quick, easy breakdown. Your putter goes in increments of 10 feet. Each ball has an attribute with speed on it, like a, a distance attribute, yep. that causes a different amount of feet to be added to the end of that putter. So, for instance, if I, if I have my putter, is a 10-foot putter with, no, with stock balls. If I play stouts, that putter is now a 12.8-foot putter. Yep. 13 feet. You could just basically say, if I play, if I play Titans, 13.5 to 14 feet. If I play streaks. If I play streaks, I go judge it for about 14 to 15 feet, right? Okay. So... There, this is and this comes into play quite a bit on rollovers and the tiered greens is a big problem with the dynamic putting because if I'm at a distance away from a hole that I'm at the extended part like the farther end of the dynamic putting so if let's say I'm at I'm at a, a 20 foot putt or a 20 foot putt I'm at the bottom of the tier and the pins at the top of the tier in order for my ball to have gotten to the hole before, it has to take the full distance of that putter. Well, now that full distance of the putter has a tier involved that it can't climb it up because the, you can't hit it harder than that full distance of the putter. Well, and also, what if you don't have a 180 on your putt? Putting has nothing to do with 180s. It doesn't change the distance at all. I totally disagree. With I, you. No, it's not a 180. It's just like hitting the putt harder. If, doesn't, you, if you accidentally pull back to the left and, and try and hit I straight, mean, we can test it right now. Pull it's the flat not, green it's and you're not, not going to have any difference. I mean, I, it won't be. You, it, you probably know more than I do, but I, in my experiences, I don't agree. I, with and, and honestly, I, I can tell, disprove what I just said pretty quickly by saying that C putting does work. So that tells me that we're slowing the putt down because of it. Is I don't that think like, that's contradicting yourself. Yeah, I know. That's what I just said. I can disprove <laughs> what I just said. But I, I, I don't think the distance is, I think the distance is negligible on that, to be honest with you. Well, but no, when, but, you're, when you're talking about getting up a tier, though. Okay, no, but see, I'm, what I'm talking about here, forget about that. We're talking about the fact that I, I physically can't do it. You watched, let's say, the Haas uh, clip match, Jamaica 18. Haas was up top, chipped, rolled to the bottom bottom of the tier. It stopped close to the tier. He was 18 feet away or something like that. I'm sitting there commentating on the screen, and I say there's no way he can get that up the hill at any given time with stouts because he's only got a three-foot boost on that putter, so he's only got 23 feet to get it to go 18 feet where where the majority of that footage is a straight uphill incline. It just doesn't happen. Take this into account with rollovers, okay? So you have these 10-foot increments, okay? Now, mind you, down more when you're down eight or more on any putt and down seven two for the most part those can roll over at any time and that's when the c putts come into play if you're playing stouts if you watch down sixes don't roll over all right they don't i i I swear though like i've had like i started playing stouts in march ish mm -hmm. and i think like the first like three months i maybe had one or two rollovers and those were due to i i didn't cut putt though I didn't see cool. them. Yep, and and I get them all the time now. Oh, see, I, I've 
I've had I have maybe one rollover a week with them. At most, at most. I probably but, get okay. one every other day. Now, but here's the thing, though. Now, once you've realized how I'm talking about the dynamic putting, you can eliminate this. Now. Hit it closer. Well, that, right. either <laughs> that. But either it's blow the hole? Should I? <laughs> okay, so I look at dynamic putting. And it's a 10-foot. You get basically 10-foot putters. There, It goes up to 60 feet, right? After that, it then goes to 80. It's 80. And then when you get to the top two, I think there's only two more putters. There's a 150-footer and a, like a 100-footer. It's something like that. But 100, it 100. might be 110, too. It's, it's somewhere in there. I haven't tested that one out. But the, where you have the rollovers come in, if I am... So where I can't get it up a tier, take the opposite being true with this. If I'm at a... 34 foot putt, right? Let's say, and I'm playing stouts. Well, now I'm using a 40 foot putter. So now I have it 10 feet harder with the normal swing of my putter. And you don't really slow down your putts with your swing. The speed goes pretty similar. The C putt, you, you have some validity behind what you're saying that cut putting well, does slow it's it down. Well, it's also hard to slow down your speed because then, then that like compromises your line. It does, yeah. which is a huge benefit for stops because I never slow down my speed anymore. I just yeah. play the break. I don't have to wait C putt and try to make it break right. a right five instead of a three. It's a guessing game then. But so if I have a 34 foot putt, I'm using a 44 foot putter now. Right? I mean, or 33, a 43 foot putter. So now I have that, it's got nine feet extra of speed to get through. Add that in with a down six break, a down six green or more than that. And that is guaranteed to roll over because the speed that it's coming at the hole. Plus, you have, I mean, obviously, physics says if you're like this with an angle on something, it can't go too fast because it's going to go into the air. And But it, I mean, in general, when you know, when you look at a down six putt, you know, okay, this one's got to, it's going to roll over, right? But if you know that the max distance that my putt could go, is the hole the, the six feet the down six now is just going to make it only be a little bit harder getting past so it's going to drop so solutions one one they could have the golden t-mobile solution which is if it hits the hole it goes in mm -hmm. and and that would be that would be you know in terms of chushing the other kind of rollover that we get yeah. sometimes a, a benefit depending on your perspective well chushing should go away too and they should make the limit that you can hit a ball go instead of from 40 what is it uh, 35 is the minimum should make it to 60 chushing would be gone should, anyway. uh, i'm going to take a step further uh unpopular opinion no pullbacks you should always have to pull back and, and i tell you what the game thinks you I always agree. pull back i agree with that but i think that the the c putt should dynamically slow that putt down so much that it doesn't roll over, but then you've got to play extra break. Okay. But here's the here's here's the other option. So right now, uh, the game decides for you. Which putter? Yep, this which, is where which I'm putter you're Woods. using? I'm thinking yes. Tiger Woods. In a, in most other golf games, you can choose. Do I want thirty foot putter, fifty foot putter, hundred exactly. foot putter? So if I've got a down ten, I've got a thirty foot putter. It's giving me the thirty foot putter. I don't want that. I want the twenty foot putter. Now the reason that, that I thought this That's through a little bit, for this, there's but. but there's a negative to that too. Is that with the speed on the putter, they'd have to recode the swing completely because you yeah. don't have it changing. You don't have a yeah. very enough control over how hard you hit. the That'd putter. be a nightmare for coding. I would. Well, I mean, the distance, it would be, you don't have a way to vary the speeds. I could choose the 100-foot putter on Tiger Woods and hit it 70% or on Golden T-Mobile. I could have a 100-foot putter <laughs> and, then and hit it 70% and know that. But on a track ball, it's not that fine-tuned and refined yeah. to make that. So what if you have a 30-foot putt down 10, you use a 20-foot putter, yeah. and then you see putt it? It goes. Then watch <laughs> Dogs are going to be starting making out with cats. I it's going to be crazy. Uh, yeah. 
Hope it's not doesn't have a break on it. I, it to fix it, honestly, you fix tiered greens first is the biggest problem with well, all of this. They they know they kind of know how to fix it because they sort of fixed it. Was it Mystic Hills? I know uh, it, it was pine that uphill slope super one super big uphill. Right, but they didn't fix it. All they did was make every putt a turbo putt there. Yeah, well, I know, but but so they've acknowledged that it's, they have a way to sort of fix it. Okay, the the fix for me is this. Did you? I don't know if you guys remember when events modes were always giving us easy greens. Yeah. There was one of the events for commercial that 18 of Jamaica was there, and guess what? On easy greens, that putt that hole was actually kind of cool because you could be 80 feet away at the bottom and still get it up the tier. Yeah. Hmm. You had no. Easy greens on those holes made them more legitimate. It made those things like tears. But my first aspect would be look at it and go, why are we in this day and age having tiered greens that have a flat and a flat? Where is some rendering in here to have a curved so, green? So, so, what the hell is yeah, that? So, so we know that they can have curved greens because one that vividly sticks out in my mind was one on Bella Toscana. I don't know. There were a couple on Bella, but you could see that it was, you know, an up six or whatever. And then you get on the green and there's way different dynamics. So you didn't, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I guess I'd have to pull it up. But yeah. um, where there's definitely slopes within the green mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily tears. And, but, and that's what I wish they but, had. Well, and that gets back to another point, which is if you, with with where it is now, if your ball catches air, which I talked about, from, mm -hmm. you know, if you're way downhill, you're catching air. When that ball lands, if it if it hits on one of those spots of the green that is different than what the green reads, right, because, it will react as it's landing. Whereas I, it's not going to react. I'm Tony, saying, you need to talk to you need to come on my stream sometimes because that, I had this exact same conversation going with the stouts and playing events mode on these par threes. And I was explaining that if I move the tee to the left, this isn't now an up five green. This is an up five right one green because the angle that I'm coming at the hole is now going to have to have a right break because I've changed the angle that I'm facing the pin. The other thing I said too is you have to judge the green. It's giving us the aggregate slope from the first point of the green to the hole. Right? It's That's giving you the No, it's giving you the slope at the hole. Are you sure? It yeah. changes if I'm shorter putt and I'm a longer putt. Mm, I'm not sure. It, but it takes the total it takes the total amount of the break, right? So if it's a left six here, but it's a left six all here, if I have this putt from here to here, it's giving me a flat putt. So that would tell me that it's a left three from here. If it, do you know what I'm, I'm saying? Not, I'm, I think I think I know what you're saying, and I think I disagree, but I, it's possible I'm not tracking exactly what you're saying. Uh, but uh, so if you're looking if, at a putt, take take into it take into an extreme. If I've got half of the green is a left ten, and half of the green is perfectly flat. If I if the pin is on the left ten part of the green, and I'm putting from the flat part, that whole putt is a left ten. It acts like a left ten. Whereas if I land my fur, my bounces on the flat part will act like a flat, like a flat. But as soon as it starts rolling out, it'll act like a left ten. But so you're saying that that putt, if you had the putt from the top part of the flat part, and the left ten break after halfway down, you're yep. telling me it would read as a left ten. It would the tell you it's way. a left ten. Yep. yep. Yes. I don't. I don't I, know what I, agree I, with I would that. tell you I mean, that it would I've read. As a, it would tell you it's a left five. And yeah. it would disagree. I think it would now, be that's like a, a, yeah. Okay, we, that's something we have to test. Yeah, I know. I think it'd be more like a left like eight. Okay, but either way, well, honestly, if we did the 50-50, it would yeah. be either a left five, it would be a left ten, 
It would be one of those two. <laughs> Quit fucking nose off. The <laughs> point. The point I was saying though is that like if I'm approaching a hole with like a stout. And I know I'm landing past the part where there's a slope, or if I'm landing short with the slope, you're gonna, it, based off the speed you're hitting the ball, it's gonna change the break when you're hitting it. So you have to learn the, all those intricacies on the greens and all the little mounds and things that are there. Well, and there's a lot fewer mounds nowadays than there used to be. Yeah, it is. They, they've smoothed it out. I, I, and I actually kind of there's a there's a par three from way back, and I don't remember which one it is, but it's it's a par three with a green that's that's kind of L shaped. I want to say I it's on it's the, Eagle Crest, but I'm not sure. Uh, but like, there's so like, there's parts of that green that are flat. There's parts that have you land and it bounces to the right that, five. That or something. Are like yeah. up seven. There's parts yeah. that are a right five. Like, yeah. that's a fun green. Now, yeah. I need to know how it, like, literally, if I land, it it might read like a flat green. Like literally from the tee, it says flat. Mm -hmm. But I know, oh, well, if I land there, it's gonna bounce to the right. Because, right. Right. But. I think that's fun. Like, yeah. I think it's fun, too. I, it takes into course knowledge, then. That's why you'd have your caddies back course with you on the course, because yep. you know how every bounce is. If you land to the left of this, it's going to funnel back right. If you land to the right, it's going to funnel left. It's, but that's part of why, that's part of why like, so, I do so well. In the I have a question for you guys. Like, as far as like, uh, 2021 and future courses, like, do you, would you prefer that at least like, maybe two or three of them were like, like coconut, very difficult course. Like uh, Royal Cove, very difficult. Would you prefer that at least a couple of them are hard? I, I don't care about hard or easy. I want course pars to be the same or similar. That's my biggest problem. Is <laughs> I'm <though>. the opposite. <laughs> what? Bless you. Thank you. What do you mean? I I love courses where par varies. No, 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 no. I bet oh, between course board. to course. I don't want to have a course yeah, par of 24 and a course yeah. par of 32. Oh, I, I agree. Especially the way the handicap system is. I, I mean, with the I invite system that, yeah. set up. I can't do a 2020 course, and I can't do that and expect yeah. I'm going to have a fair competition. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I agree with that. I, my point was, I, I like I think, the very par. I, I think like courses too. where the variability, whether it's with par or tee boxes or green slopes or whatever, the more the variability, the better. And if I was IT... I think one of my issues that I might foresee is that it sucks when start, people start to memorize things. Like, oh, this tee box, I do this. This tee box, I do this. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's going to be the pros that do that. So if I can eliminate memorization, then that's a good thing. And that's why I think variability within a course, right. within a whole, is so key. Well, and and I I know, think, I'll talk about that a like lot the, on mobile. The, if, if people are ever considered, you know, concerned about their world rankings or something, like they might look at, hey, I've got, uh, you know, a thirty-one on this course, but I know it sets up for a thirty-two sometimes, so I'm gonna bang this course out. Well, the world ranking system is totally broken. If I really it's, wanted to, it's I will super be, dumb. I will be number one it, on the world we, every month right now if we, I really wanted to. Be. We have, uh, yeah, I well, did that when I first got my home edition. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I was like, oh, this would be bet, really fun. I would I'll bet be world first. ranking each month uh, for whatever you wanted, Andy. Oh boy! Oh, yeah. No, okay, so I won't take this bet. Because you can cheat. You can play glory. No, I will cheat it. I, I will cheat it and have it 100%. Oh, yeah. I'll play okay, 20. I, I will learn fulls and play 20 games in a row and hit fulls on it like yeah, I'm playing. I didn't know that part. That's why it's broken. <laughs> Any home edition player can just tank the world ranking. But the thing is, nobody, I mean, almost nobody cares about world ranking. No, but they were. Except for Al The, the oh, only I time. Do. No, dude. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I the tell only my time neighborhood, they, I was like, hey, I'm like fifth in the world. But I am the only person here that's ever <laughs> been number one when it mattered. The hmm. only time world rankings mattered. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got into I was the only one. So when it mattered, I went out and I beat your guys' asses. Just know this. 
That's true. He's, he's not lying. <laughs> and I beat at two strokes. Yeah. Beat the field by two. That was for 2016's World Championships. The, the, we did everybody qualified. With the, we did the daily for qualifier. Yep. And then the month before that was the, Worlds. That was the, we, the year I couldn't qualify. Yeah, it was the year where they basically, I still was one. Yeah, I, I was the three was, seed, actually, but I was the one seed. Was that the? Did you get a buy that year? Was that the one? Uh, yeah. No, no buy. I did not get a buy. The buy. <laughs> did, anyone, did anyone else get a buy? Huh? I'm trying to think back. I don't remember if that happened. I was wonder. It, hey, was that the year that you had to play the daily? Yes, that Every was where we had day. the FedEx that style. Was the, cup the worst. Form. The worst qualifying process. I actually enjoyed seen. it, but I hate the daily like that too. I hate I playing. Foles. I hate. Yeah, I, I think I foals are silly. I wish the daily was every. Everyone gave you different setups, much like so a daily event mode. For the entire day, because that takes away, it, it gives such, it gives the every man a better chance of winning. None of us right now can compete with like a JoJo or a Haas in his prime right. because they'll play a hundred games and hit fulls on it. I, I think, I think that that way, that way of qualifying that year was terrible for me. Like I, I couldn't. There was only like half the days I could actually play and. And you had day, to play every day. You had to play almost every single day, and I just couldn't do it. So I never remember. Not, on not almost. Tom. On Christmas, I came down here. We, Will and I were playing the daily no, on Christmas. But, but I think. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting way that they could qualify some people. I think that would be really. Oh, interesting. every game like, should have a qualifier from me. right. So like the, the daily, it'd be like okay, uh, you know, for two months, do it that way for two months, and the top ten from those two months are going to get one of the eighty-eight spots, mm-hmm. yeah. and that would incent the people that might not otherwise play every single day, especially because that's going to be at the tail end, and that's likely going to be spots seventy-eight through eighty-eight, and that and the JoJo's and the Hosses and the Meows are already going to be qualified passes, yeah. at that point. So it's like if I literally play every day, I get a spot. I might just get a spot. But is that now? A lot of these qualifiers, it kind of makes me a little upset because we're not getting the best eighty-eight people necessarily. I think in the long run it filters out. So you give a couple people some opportunities and in a way the COVID stuff sucks with that because we took eight of those spots that were going to be up for grabs and gave them back away to home edition people. So the fun fun parts like your Dave Sandmeyer moment of making worlds. Mm -hmm. He knows he's not. He didn't have the talent to make worlds. And in a way in my head I was like God, we're really letting this guy How sweet was that though? It was sweet. It was a great moment, right? And those moments are what build would build loyalty to your brand, right? You yeah, have those exactly. awesome moments. Right. I mean, you don't remember every football game, but you sure do remember those moments that your team did something awesome. Yeah. He That's was it. so happy. He was. He was <laughs> so happy. So happy. Even Tony was happy losing to the guy. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, there's not many points in my life that I'd ever be happy losing to a Wisconsinite. Mm-hmm. No, I don't no. like losing. No, no I don't but, either. Uh, but I didn't mind that. Time. Oh, and in fact, I didn't. I won the closest to the pin that year. So we're good. Thank you. Who'd you you, did, you didn't mind me losing. Did I, I beat you in that one, didn't I? Yeah, you beat me. I also beat, uh, I think I beat Larry Hodgson as well first. Mm. <laughs> I, had, I had to beat, uh, I, think, I can't remember if it was Oliver or Orlando, but I think I aced eight on Jackrabbit Junction on hole nine to beat him when he had to play a one-footer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, and I had, I had a full, like, C eight-and-a-half driver in off the hill and ramped it right in. It was nuts. It was nuts. Yeah, it's kind of lucky, but that's fun. All right, well, that's the uh, that's the end of our non-mobile. All right, Ooh. so mouth's done. I, I'll, I'll, I'll mouth's... definitely chime in because I'm the only other one here. I've got all the clubs and balls on mobile, so I I played through enough of it. To Fox learn. played it for like two days, and then he uh, decided he didn't like it, just like mouth. I no, I, I mean I thought and... I thought it was cool, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what drove me off qualifying for Worlds. 
The fact that we are all playing different random courses and that we all don't have the same every day, it pissed me off. I got the, the three lowest scoring par courses uh, eight out of the ten games I played in a day, and I was like, this is stupid, I'm out. Like, there's no way. I get the one time where it was, what was the one, Volcano? Teal, teal is good. Well, yeah, Teal back nine. You know, first game in, shoot a 15 on that right away. Right. Never saw Teal again for the entire week. Like, what? Yeah. There's no, only, there no, were no, there's, there's flaws. That, that, that pissed me off, so it's not. I mean, a, I only had to do it one week, so I, I can't yeah, really I speak know. to <laughs> that. Was, you did it before people were actually playing the game. <laughs> Came off. Let's gamble. Yeah, let's gamble. I'll play All right, those guys are gonna gamble. We're gonna get some golden tea sounds in the background. Will, are you gonna continue to host with me, or am I just gonna talk? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll like continue right to here. sit here with you. Off. I probably yeah. won't have uh, much to contribute, but after uh, I'll be, t- I'll chime in with from you. After that, you will. After the ass raping that uh, myself and Team Minnesota took from the mouth last wow, we were, night, uh, we were PG until that moment yeah, right there. I, uh, I think I will opt out of money games with mouth right now. Okay, so golden tea mobile segment. We are right about it. Right about an hour and a half in so i'm gonna that's a mental note for myself okay do it so uh in the background mouth and fox when he comes back but it's more of a mouth request uh talking is fine just don't do too much oh that's a lot of cash yeah, that's is that all CJ's money that you're throwing on the table? Uh, no, I, I think uh, I think there's CJ's about five bro- bills of that is Aljaz money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tough, tough break, Aljaz. All right, Golden Team Mobile. <laughs> well, but these guys are dumb enough. I thought Team Minnesota was smarter than to, to bet money on. Like you have a lot of better options than to bet against me against Al. That's where you guys lost most of your money. I didn't lose any money. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in general, Minnesota. Did. I know. Uh, Golden Team Mobile. Right at the hour 30 mark right now. Jeez, intro uh, of the decade. Right. So, although we, we ended it at 59 in the first hour. Yeah, we? we were close, right. yeah. So, anyway. So, mobile. We're, we have three weeks left. Mouth just talked about the world's qualifying process. The way it works is you play 10 games a day, up to 10 games per day. Random courses. I agree with Mouth. It should be a little bit more. Especially now, we literally have enough courses that you could, you could say you can play one of each nine every day. Um, that would work out pretty good. Um... One course per day, or 10 rounds per day, your best 20 for the entire week count for your rankings. The top okay. eight go into a bracket, and then it's a lim- single elimination on nine holes. That's another thing I wish would be 18 holes. We've started uh, in, the, in the stuff that IT is only kind of ancillarily, ancillarily involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, we've started to do 18-hole matches, which I think is a lot better. Um, I wish IT would go to 18-hole matches. Um, and so it's a nine-hole match, which is when things are as close as they are in the top eight, it's kind of a crapshoot. And so you get some players that are clearly in the top 16 uh, that are still not qualified for Worlds. So we've only got three weeks left. We're actually almost done with the third of last week. Uh, Luna, not actually Paul Luna, but Luna, who's a really accomplished Golden Tee arcade player, who's also probably the best Golden Tee mobile player, still hasn't qualified for Worlds. And we still don't know who that person is, correct? Some people know, I don't know. If I knew, I would out him because so, actually, I shouldn't say that because now this person's never going to tell me. But, honestly, at this point, I've stopped caring. Yeah. If they want to tell people, tell people. If not, continue to be weird about it. Sorry to interrupt real quick. Yeah, you missed it. my pain point with it. I don't care what ten courses I, what courses I played during the qualifier. Should be the same. But I want to play the same ones that Will did. No, I agree. Because now it's not a judge against skill. It's a judge against luck. It's a crapshoot, and mm-hmm. I don't want to play that kind of game. No, no I agree. 100%. Uh... Other good players that have not yet qualified, Chad Shrump, who uh, did an awesome job commentating on the Golden Team Mobile League that we just finished. Uh, Brian Davis uh, plays as uh, uh, James, 
X-J-A-Y-M. Uh, Jame. Uh, Brian Lavoy, B-Lev. Hugh Jass. Not to be uh, confused with Hugh's, Hugh Jasshole. There's two guys that have very similar names. So we're both very good players. Uh, Bond, 007, who's a very good player. Champ V. Uh, Realty is better, who just changed his name this week. I noticed to... Um, Arcade is the best or something like that. Anyway, and then Jordan Scott. So Jordan Scott, who, uh, who we're familiar with from, uh, he was we uh, he got a uh, home edition through the Cincinnati tournament last year, I think. Uh, and a teenager during the Super Bowl. Yep. And uh, so he's uh, his issue is uh, unlike uh, unlike most of us, he doesn't have a job, which is not his fault. He's a teenager. Uh, but we have expendable income and he does not. So this game uh, does cost a little bit of money to, to play and to get good at. And so uh, uh, he's uh, found a, a little bit of an uphill battle to try to, uh, to compete at the same level as we do, not because of skill, but because of finances. So uh, I know that he's given it a push these last three weeks. So good luck to Jordan. Hell yeah. Uh, hopefully he has a great next three weeks. Um, so uh, that's the first thing. So three weeks left in that. Uh, question mark. So the, we, we talked about world speculation as it relates to the arcade side. World speculation, same thing for the mobile side. Originally, they were going to be one and the same in terms of they were going to happen at the same time. Uh, Golden Tee Mobile Worlds was going to happen at the same time as GT, uh, Golden Tee Arcade. Uh, there are now three of us that are for both. Uh, myself, Greg Kinsler, and Evan Gossett has recently. Double dippers. We're double dippers. Um, and now, but there are going to be three, uh, two separate events, we believe, at this point, although we don't know for sure. Uh, but that's definitely speculation. Uh, Golden Tee Mobile. Turns out you can be a lot more mobile when you play it. So uh, we've done a lot of contests and tournaments uh, remotely. Uh, I think we're, we're just kind of finding our groove on that, and it'll, we'll, uh, we'll get there. It'll get better and better. Uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in a, in a bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's going to be people, people that are left out. Hopefully, hopefully... Uh, we can still have this world championship in person. I'm a little bit skeptical of that. Yeah. Um, ideally, it w- because there are ways you can uh, slightly game the system uh, if you're not playing live in front of people With in terms of stylus or a straight edge or, or oh, different yeah. ways you could do it. Um, so ideally, you'd, they'd be able to eliminate that. And if you're doing all these matches remotely, a little tougher to do. But anyway, uh, we'll hopefully get some news on that relatively soon. Um Jordan Scott, speaking of Jordan Scott, just started a Golden Tee mobile invitational page. Oh, I think a lot deal. of us on Golden Tee regular are used to the invitational page where you just, hey, if you want to play some invitational money games, you yeah. go there, post. Now, same thing on the Golden Tee uh, invitational page for mobile. Uh, hopefully that goes well. I think you know, you're relying a little bit more on people... Uh, people's word in terms of PayPal and Venmo oh, for that. So there's some guapoids being exchanged. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, so yes, there's actual money being exchanged, and you're relying on. Whereas right now with invitationals for Golden Tee Arcade, uh, the money is coming out of Golden Tee Caddy, so there's mm-hmm. no worry about someone not actually paying. In theory, not that I think this is should or could happen, but uh, you could. You know, if you made a hundred dollar bet, you could just mm-hmm. you could not pay someone. Prick the guy, hell. Uh, uh, just started. Literally, I'm going to play my match as soon as we're done with this podcast. Dog Days Tourney. So it's the second version of the tournament that Greg Kinsler has set up. Uh, 40 guys are in this time, so it's just a double, double elimination bracket. Like I said, we're doing 18-hole matches, mm-hmm. uh, head-to-head. Um, good time. Uh, I'm playing uh, 
GTG Arc. I can't even remember the guy's name off the top of my head. But a potential second round matchup with Meow. Ooh. So uh, that which was the uh, championship match for the Golden Tee League, which is now in between seasons. So we just finished up with the Golden Tee League, which uh, was set up by Josh Simmons, not a, not an arcade player, but a uh, a pretty good mobile player who's we've set up a um like a english premier league relegation system very cool very cool yep so we've got there's four divisions uh and there could be more but right now we've got four divisions with uh 16 to 20 people per league so mm-hmm. the gold division had 16 i think the next league down which was silver and then bronze i think some of them had 18 but anyway um, but it's a it's a round robin. So all sixteen of us played head to head matches against each other, which then seeded us. And then uh, there was a little playoff system, and uh, we just finished that up. Uh, that just got posted. Uh, side note: IT has started to support that. That that is not an IT venture. That's Josh Simmons doing that himself. Uh, although now with the there's some YouTube videos of the matches, and IT has been helping with that. So that's great. So they see the Very opportunity cool. there, and they can see that. Because once these Golden T-Mobile World Championship qualifiers stop, uh, you know, there, there needs to be something. What's the so next thing to get people playing yeah. every day and, and trying to shoot the best scores yeah. possible? So one question I had for you, you mentioned these uh, <clears throat> invitationals going on, these leagues going on. You're playing 18 holes. Um, now, for the World Championship qualifying, you and Mouth both touched upon the fact that these are on nine holes. Yep. Your, your score is on nine holes. So if they talked about they've released bits and pieces of the World Championship, I would assume that... For a world championship, you'd be playing full 18 holes. So I, 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 I don't know. I would, I would, I would uh, assume that. I, I hope that. I don't know that. I think that IT is pretty locked into this nine-hole thing, and I think most of the time that makes sense. Quick hit. I can play mm-hmm. nine holes really fast. Yeah. Um, but for meaningful matches, world championships being one of those, uh, I think it makes more sense. No. To, uh, to do the entire front nine and back nine mm-hmm. of a given course. And, and like I said, so we talked about the, the Kinsler tournament, the uh, Dog Days tourney, and then the Golden Team Mobile League, the Josh Simmons uh, English Premier League Relegation System League. That's very uh, cool. Those are all 18-hole matches. And it's just a matter of you still don't have the option. You can't literally pick 18 holes within the head-to-head system. Mm-hmm. You have to pick nine holes random and then yeah, – once once you accept that, it says, okay, you're playing Elkhorn Ridge back nine. Okay, well now I just need to, I need to pair that with Elkhorn Ridge front nine. So gotcha. You, the first half is random, and then the second half is just based on uh, yeah. what what the first nine was was picked at, and I, and I, I just think it's overall better. Um, I think it gives uh, you know longer matches representation. Uh, I would think. Yeah, I, and actually, I I could make an argument both ways in terms of whether it. it I think it just, uh, you know, nine holes is really short. Yeah. And so if you mess up once in nine holes, you're hosed. Uh, whereas if you mess up once in 18 holes, you're less hosed. Uh, but I will say that, you know, more and more as players are getting better and better, and definitely that's happening, uh, people are dialing in a lot more to these courses, um, things are getting a lot tighter. And so one of the things that I'm going to talk about is ways that we could realistically make this game harder because for for some people this game's getting you know i won't say easy but um very uh repetitive repetitive or mechanical okay 
Um, and so ways that we can make it less less like that. So nine hole and 18 hole games, world qualifying and in these invitationals and these leagues, how long does it take you to play a nine hole round, 18 minute round? Because so, I, I, I haven't played for a long time. If I'm, if I'm solely focused on playing an, a nine hole, be it a match or a, just a regular game, probably six or seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I take a little bit longer because I'm kind of half doing that, half doing something else. So just for an average game, I'd probably take, you know, eight to ten minutes. But if, but if I'm playing a, a meaningful match, um, I'll usually take a little bit longer um, just because, well, first of all, I'm that's all I'm doing. Right? I'm not, like, also hanging out with the dog or watching TV. I'm, I'm focused on that. But I'm also thinking a little bit more about each shot because things are, compared to Arcade, Golden Sea Mobile is a lot more mathematics or more, more mathematical. Right, where the club says it's going to go 300. Uh, if I pull it back to 92%, it's going to go 92% of 300 yards. Okay. Right? I mean, that's just what it is. And I think that that's an important lesson for people that are learning the game is, is it allows you to be very precise. So be very precise. If, if you think that your club is three yards too far, mm-hmm. well, don't pull it quite full. Pull it 98% and, and do that. Um, but like I said before, I think... The game is getting very um, mechanical and very math-based. Um, and part of that is because of the special balls that we have access to on Golden Tee Mobile that we didn't necessarily have on, on Golden Tee uh, Arcade. They do different things. They're called some of the same names, but they do different things. So the two big offenders, quote-unquote, in my mind, are the javelin, which is what we call the wind cutter, and the sniper. So let's start with the javelin. The javelin cuts the wind by 75%. So if I've got a 12 wind and I use the javelin, it's gonna cut it to a three wind. Very, very useful and very useful for trying to get hole outs. So Mouth said, what what percentage of hole outs come with the wind cutter ball? Probably 75%, a lot of them. Um, And while I don't think it makes sense to get rid of that ball completely, I think it's just too, um, too strong. It needs, in my opinion, the wind needs to cut be cut in half. Okay. Half is enough, and that's actually what the stout balls do on the arcade side. They cut the wind in half, and that's still an advantage, but without being, without dumbing things down too much. Okay. So, being able to take a 15 wind down to a four wind is just it's just huge. It's, I mean, it's a gigantic difference. Um, and then the other ball that gets used a ton by the you know the quote unquote pros is the sniper, and that's a ball that essentially. It doesn't do anything to the wind, so if the wind says 10, it's, it stays 10. But as soon as it hits the green, it essentially stops. Um, is that the explosion any ball? Anything. Like anything. That. No, yeah. I mean, it, and, it, and it's not exactly that. If it lands on a down 10, it'll roll out a tiny bit. But essentially, where it lands is where it stops. Is, is that the one, like, in the preview videos? Because, like I yeah. said, I haven't played for a long time. Like, when it hits, it looks like a meteor. It just, yep. boom, stops. Yep, exactly. And it'll, again, in, in big, big sloping greens, it'll trickle out just a tiny bit, but not anything that's going to get you in trouble. Um, if anything, it helps a little bit because it, if you land a half a foot in front of the hole, if it stopped dead right there, you wouldn't get the hole out. But as it is now, it'll trickle out just a tiny bit and you'll, and you'll get your hole out. So um, I think with that, it's tough to nerf, it's tough to nerf that, right? Because where it lands is where it lands. But one idea I had was, what if so we do the opposite of the wind cutter, which is where we actually add wind. So if, if I want to use a sniper and it's a 10 mile per hour wind, as soon as I pick sniper, it goes up to a 15 mile per hour wind. 
Now, that sounds like it might be a little too uh, aggressive. Aggressive, <laughs> but but it, if we want, I mean, the way I uh, in my head, I thought, well, if if I'm a actual sniper, mm-hmm. like with an actual gun, uh, the wind is a big deal, right? I have yeah. to account for the wind a ton because, you know. There's a gigantic advantage in being able to stop exactly where I land. And so because of that, I, ha- I should have to account for the wind uh, a lot. And in this case, it makes sense. Be. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. That's just a, a wild idea I had. But, but basically, I'm trying to find ways to make the balls that us pros are using a lot of less effective. Because ultimately, it's not very interesting if a match goes where everybody plays par on every hole the whole match. Mm-hmm. That's not interesting. Whole, hole outs are interesting, but just people not messing up holes is not particularly interesting. And, it, and as we do more and more on the YouTube side, um, you know, interesting matches are what's going to get people to continue to come back, not people shooting the same score for 18 holes and it coming down to the great shot points. Um, some other questions that get brought up sometimes, especially on the Golden Tee mobile Facebook page. Um, you know, they hear us talk about clicks. What's a click? Um, so it's tough to see on your phone. So I play on my iPad. Um, and I think most of the pros play on an iPad or a tablet of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on a phone, it's a little tougher to see. But you know, when, you're, when you're moving, you're, when you're aiming left or right, it's not, uh, you know, there's not infinite aim points. There's little, very small increments. So if I want to move, you know, a little bit to the right, um, there might be 10 little what we would call clicks in there. And, and for when I'm playing for the wind for a kind of a normal 150-yard shot, I'm not counting clicks. I'm actually aiming uh, just I'm, I'm aiming left or right based on um, looking at the, um, the shot, you know, the words at the top of the screen. There's some yeah. words at the top of the screen, and I, and I judge based on that. But for stingers, which is another thing I want to talk about, which is essentially chip shots, um, from much further away than you would think of as a chip shot, um, the clicks do matter. So if I'm uh, on, especially early on, on on courses where the greens are flat, if I've got a 120 yard shot, I'm going to hit a one iron, and I'm going to use the wind cutter because it's going to cut the wind by 75. percent And then, and then that might cut it down to a one or a two mile per hour wind. And then I can only I can click, quote unquote, click one or two to the right or one or two to the left to counteract that wind and then essentially chip a one iron. So send, send if, in a stinger. Yeah, the one iron goes 270 yards. And so if I'm 135 yards, I know yeah, that I need to close. hit that at 50% power. Because again, it, if, if, it, if the club says it's going to go 270 and I hit it at 50%, it's going to go 135. Okay. Um, and so, it, I mean, it, it's very static. And, and the, you know, there's a grid for your swing, your, your yep. swing on the top left of your screen, and those are just 5% increments. So uh, for me, 10%, taking 10% off a club, that's easy math. So if the club's going to go 200 yards, and I only want it to go 190 yards, I needed to I need to take five percent off of that. Yeah. If I needed to go 180 yards, I needed to take 10 percent off of that. And so some people use calculators because they get a little bit more precise than that. But that's just, that's how I judge things is is you'll take one or two percent or 10 percent off and, and and really dial in on the distance because again, 
The game lets you do that. You can't do that on Golden Tee Arcade. That's very tough to do to hit yeah. finesse shots at a certain speed. But on Golden Tee Mobile, there's no finesse involved. It's it's pull it back into 87% and then hit it straight. That's how far it's going to go. Again, taking wind and elevation out of the, out of the ah. equation. But, but, you know, that's on a flat surface, that's how far it's going to go. Uh, so uh, the other big one I think that's really important moving forward to make Golden T-Mobile great again great again is Build-A-Bag. So okay. we talked about Build-A-Bag on the arcade side and some ideas there. I think we're all pretty used to that. Um, but also on Golden T-Mobile, uh, most of us have 26 clubs now. And because we've bought all the gold clubs, we've bought all the platinum clubs, although I haven't bought the flop wedge. But... And now our bag literally has 26 clubs in it. That's too many. Yeah. It makes too many shots too easy. We should have to decide. Yeah. And so I think it's important that at some point we get to a build-a-bag situation. Now, we bought those clubs, so we should still have them available to us. Mm -hmm. But uh, just, at, just like we do in Golden Tee Arcade, I think it's important that we have bags that are limited to the normal amount of golf clubs, 14. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and make us choose. Do I want a five wood or do I want a one iron? They go the same distance. Now, I really like that five wood for high lofted approach shots, but I really like that one iron for those stinger chips. And so I, I might have to choose. Uh, and I really like occasionally having a lob wedge because if I get in trouble, it might get me out of it. But if I only use it one out of every 200 shots, I'd probably rather have something else. Yeah. So I, I think well, it, it's go. important that they start making us choose well, right? uh, club sets rather than just having access to literally every club, I, which I, is just too much. And to your point earlier where you were talking about it's kind of boring, you know, watching a YouTube match where everyone's just par and they're, you know, sending in, uh, you know, whatever, not not the sniper, but, uh, so yeah, the sniper the where it just kind of like, yeah, where it just kind of lands on the green. It can get boring, but if you were in a match and they were doing it and streaming it on YouTube, and all of a sudden, to your point, you have a one iron and your opponent has a five wood. And all of a sudden, you know, a commentator can start talking about different trajectories and, you know, what they're going to have. Whereas opposed to right now, it might be a run-of-the-mill shot where you both hit one irons. You know, but if there's some diversity where there are different clubs being used and who has them in their bags, I think that presents a different opportunity. Yeah, and I think it'd be, we, you know, there's a... We t I talked about the league, the Golden T-Mobile League that Josh Simmons set up, and we're, we're you know, little plug here. Season two is going to be coming up relatively soon, so look for that on the on the Facebook page. Um, but we talk, you know, there's a lot of in the Gold Division. We're all on a Facebook Messenger group, so we talk about this stuff all the time. And I think, you know, the other day we, we started to go through like, okay, what clubs do, would I want in my set? And, or my, you know, my, my Rocky Hollow front nine set or my Teal Garden back nine set. And, okay. and ideally I'd be, I'd be able to Dude, do different sets for different nines, but it's tough. Like we're used to 26 clubs and we've got uses for almost all 26. Whereas I really hate to get rid of my one iron, but on the back nines, I probably just would. And I, I hate to get rid of my seven wood, but... I'd rather have something else than it. And, and it forces you to make decisions. And I think ultimately it just makes makes the game harder, but it also yeah. makes it less uh, uh, mechanical and repetitive. Agreed. Agreed. So uh, that's all I've got, I think, uh, for the Golden T-Mobile segment. We got we knocked out uh, 22 minutes there for Golden T-Mobile. Yeah, that was Hopefully that was our, our mobile friends will appreciate that. 
Uh, good they, really did, they really did get involved when I did some mobile streaming, too. They were very interested in that. I actually wish I did more and enjoyed it because some of those guys keep checking into the stream saying, are you doing any mobile again? Well, yeah. we're starting to do more. I mean, there's definitely a couple guys that will we'll do. Jordan uh, started doing it, right? Yeah, and then uh, Josh Simmons will do it. But also, IT has started to support that Josh Simmons league mm -hmm. um, with, with setting up the videos. Now, Chad Shrump is doing the commentating, which is awesome. He's awesome. And uh, so, first of all, great voice, also very knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. He's also very good at the game, so it's all great. Uh, as opposed to Adam, who does a great job, but he doesn't play nearly as much mobile as Chad does. So Chad's got, Chad's got a little bit more of the intricacies, so, mm -hmm. but they've supported that. So there's been a couple of videos that have been released uh, over the last few days uh, of, the, of the mobile playoffs. Um, and so look for those. But uh, again, the mobile, the next season of the mobile league is gonna start pretty soon. So look for that on the Golden Team mobile page on Facebook. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything else. Yeah, since, uh, since our special guest today is the mouth, uh, the whole reason that the mouth is up in Minnesota, uh, the stream of the century occurred last night. A gig, a gig at CJ's, and uh, Malt made an appearance. Uh, Malt won a shit ton of money. And actually, this was the problem yesterday. Setting we up were, the dream <laughs> stream. Yep, they, he was too busy setting up the dream stream rather than so, playing well in it. So, so your impressions? You made, you've been to the Banger Bunker here before, uh, but last night you got to go to one of CJ's gigs. Uh, decent turnout. I've seen more. I've seen uh, less in terms of people. In terms of number of golden tee players, but do you do enjoy it? I mean, he's got a great setup, great he does apartment. Have a great setup. Yeah, his roommate uh, Luke is really nice guy too. Knows I'm happy at that point in time that there weren't more people that came because yeah. they were starting getting more uncomfortable with a bunch of strangers around. Yeah, people are people. Not, are playing. Health, I mean, health wise, not safety wise. Yeah, like, pounding on everybody if need be. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah that's why I wasn't playing. there. Yeah, people playing pool, people, you know, shooting dice and gambling at the poker table. Uh, maybe the fan some, camp's pretty cool, though. Yeah, the fan cam out on the deck. You might have seen some uh, illicit substances being consumed out there. Uh, not by me, but by uh, other giggers who were there that evening. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good setup. We try to get folks to come down to uh, Minnesota, Burnsville, for the Banger Bunker uh, just to play some golden tea, and hopefully you can schedule it on a gig weekend. I know we look forward to a time... Uh, and it's CJ, a little more ton of credit. He got some fevered supporters there. Like, yeah. I, I, it was kind of crazy. He set up a second screen that there were the people were watching UFC and then watching the our stream yeah. on the deck, and then the other TV too. And literally, these guys that don't play Golden D at all are all coming. Oh, mouth! We've watched your stream, yeah. man. Like, I okay, maybe was, we have a chance to get the youth involved. It makes me think that yeah, we have a chance. So, so there was a point during, uh, I think, in between UFC fights last night where there were four or five guys sitting on the couch. And they all had their phones out watching the stream of what we were doing behind them on the yeah. machine. That was pretty funny. Technology. I in, like, you know your stream someone. is good uh, when, you know your when, when the video that you're watching is better than just turning your head 90 turning degrees. Yeah, there's you no know watching stream it live. Good when she lets you keep being. I mean, yeah. never mind. Yeah, no, it's a strong stream. Yeah, so it was uh, it was another fun evening. Uh, I took it pretty tame. Didn't wow. uh, didn't do any shots. Had some beers. Uh, the panda drove home. Thank you, panda. So she got me home safe, which was good. Uh, I'm just looking forward to Whammy. His Achilles is doing well. He's got uh, it sounds like full clearance for golf here uh, starting in August. Yes, looking forward to that. I had already given up the uh, 2020 the golf season, but uh, things are progressing well, and the uh, doctor says. Yeah, starting in August, let's play some golf. Yeah, I'm so, excited for amen. it. 
Yeah, thanks for tuning in to the Podmore Get Better podcast. Uh, I'm Will Sandstead. Tony Johnson. I think we're going to pod mouth get better today. That's mouth. Oh, I've already named it that. So, yeah, we got uh, Mark McClevich here, Andy Fox, and we got Andrea Dunham, my panda. The panda. uh, Say something, panda. Hi. All right, she's on the street. Audience of one. So, take care. Uh, Hopefully, this COVID stuff uh, gets wrapped up soon. I don't foresee that happening, but uh, we'll keep trying to bring you some content. Come to Minnesota, Chris Knight. Yeah. Wear your masks, everyone. Yeah. As, uh, as IT releases more info, whether it's about Worlds, new courses, any uh, updates, any fun partnerships that might be happening or uh, something check, like that. Check out two. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll try to. This week we'll, I'm going to have Kevin or Adam on live with us. Okay. Awesome. Exclusive. So uh, the mouth stream, I'm sure most of the listeners to this uh, know about mouth stream, but if you don't, check out mouth stream. Yep. GT live. GT.live forward slash the mouth will get you to my YouTube channel. Join, subscribe. Keep support all the good content that we're trying to put out for you guys in these hard times. All right. Yeah. All right. So with that, uh, thanks, Mouth. Thank You're you, welcome. Will. Thank you, Andy. Uh, everyone have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Get a little. Uh, Imagine the gigs next summer if COVID's not. Do you think not just our gigs, just worldwide gigs? People are just going to be like. I think CJ's just going to roll it every week. Fucking Metallica's yeah. going to have a concert in Russia again with two million fucking people. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. Like it's gonna be Fox. We need your audio. I bet there's gonna What's be your video. opinion on uh, Russian Metallica concerts. Uh, I probably wouldn't travel over there for one, but you know, maybe I mean. in a pinch. If 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 you were like, this is the last Metallica concert ever. In Never Russia. been a big Metallica guy. Sad but true. They're not. Just your, think they're of not all 